I try, like I try to, I try to have some type of empathy for (coughs) Tiffany Haddish's position. Oh, Jesus. But it's just hard. You want to start there? Thanks, Larry. I mean, 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 we could have cut her out and put more Aziz in there. (laughs) Then that'd have been fucked up. (laughs) But then I understand, I guess the, 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 it feels patronizing a little bit. Um, the damn this feel why do, why do, why does my brain always go there? Hmm. But it feels patronizing in a real ass way. The play to women, hmm. and then the play to black women specifically. Hmm. Um, Tiffany's part. Um, Tiffany's part in the, in the, in the Dave Chappelle Mark Twain shit. Uh oh. We're still talking about. <laughs> so this is see this is the kind of cool shit that makes the show worthwhile, right? Hmm. So <laughs> this is why I love the show. So as we're getting ready to start the show, Dill texts me and he goes, "Bro, I was finishing the last few minutes of the hundredth episode this morning while working out." He said, "And Lex almost killed me." He said, "I was literally in the middle of a bench press." And drop the weights on my chest because I was laughing so hard at Lexus sign off imitating us. <laughs> you know how many times I got texted about that this week? <laughs> Morgan hit me. Uh, Spesh was like, bro, the, the Lex edition is so tight. Because it's like, especially if you watch it, because it's all, it's like Jamie on the Rogan podcast. Like, you're off camera. <laughs> oh, man. Let's do it. It's the Meet the Brave podcast. I am Monty Draper. I'm LG. Yo. <laughs> nah, that, that is, nah. nah, you don't like right, that one? We'll try to get We'll try to get We'll try to get We'll try to get Welcome back to another week. Um, we're, we're, we're talking off uh, off mic about the, the Dave Chappelle, Mark Twain thing. We'll get there. But before we do that, I want to say thank you to everybody that sent an overwhelming amount of like congrats and salutes on the, um, our hundredth episode. There was so many people that were like, after the fact, like, yo, why I get the memo to shout y'all out? Like people that I didn't know were even aware of the show, let alone listen to it. Um, and so it wasn't, it wasn't anything. It was just the people we, we engage with weekly about the show. Um, it felt only right to celebrate with them. Those, those very, very select few. Um, so that was great. And then another thing too was was uh what everyone had to say. Mm-hmm. Cause it was like Lodge was like, yo, I ain't never done a hundred of nothing. And then everybody else was kind of it's kind of the same thing. Lodge is just funny in that way where he'll say it pretty direct and mm-hmm. kind of make it kind of dumb it down to for it to have it make sense. But everybody else's sentiment was the same thing. Mm-hmm. I've never done that many of anything, especially under the notion that it ain't it's not generating no revenue it ain't adding to the popularity to fame y'all just doing it because you got a you got a small niche base that tunes in every week and y'all have committed to the show each other and the effort that it takes to do this weekly um so i think that to to have i don't know i don't i maybe maybe you guys have experienced that before i think at times in my life i've experienced it but hadn't been mature enough to appreciate what was being um 
what was being appreciated. Mm-hmm. That's funny. I wasn't oh, wasn't mature enough to appreciate what was being appreciated, but mm. people were bars, mm-hmm. bars. <laughs> um, people appreciating or 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 taking notice to your commitment. Um, just just that, your commitment to figuring something out, to working out the kinks, week in and week out, like, and then not being afraid to fail. Uh, more importantly, because um, there's, there's, there's no blueprint on it. Like there are blueprints, and admittedly for myself, I've gone above and beyond to take notes from all the shows that I love and figure out the do's and the don'ts and how to f- sort of find our voice. But I think the thing that why I was so grateful for that because for me as 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 an artist, the first thing I can remember was imitating something. Like I remember so vividly hearing certain rap songs and like you get you at least in your head you get really good at doing the E forty cadence in the voice. You get really good at doing the Wayne flow. You know what I'm saying? You like when Han came out, I feel like everybody just was mimicking juvenile. It's like it's just it's just it's just what happens, but past a certain threshold is the, it's it it touches you enough for you to want to Im- imitate it and then eventually you get to find your voice. Um and that's kind of what's gotten to happen with the show. And, and sort of like live and like real time. So mm-hmm. I'm hella geeked to be here uh, with my guys. Episode 101, 102. Hey. It'll it'll read as 102 because of the because <laughs> of the uh... <laughs> <laughs> we go thug motivation it out. Um, you, what about y'all? Did y'all did y'all hear from a lot of people this past week as the as the hundredth rolled out? Yeah, man. I appreciate it was rolling in. So definitely, uh, thank you for that. Um, and it was like you said, it was just good to hear everybody's uh, words on just like what we've been doing, uh, the conversations that we've been able to build from. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's 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 what that's what I got from it, man. I ain't got no long soliloquy for it, but I got like it's it's just it's just cool, just because I mean a lot of this stuff is built off of um, like. African African American men, uh, a very specific story. Yes, yeah. but a very specific story. Yeah. Um, not keen to therapy. Uh, <laughs> not keen to having you know not knowing what therapy actually entails. Yeah. And uh, what people will use that information to do. You know, like what can they do with the information that they pull from you? Because sure. you always have to have a certain level of um, distance from folks in that type of way. So, mm. uh, just being transparent. And open to you know, just the world in general is yeah. is the most freeing thing you could possibly be and and do. Uh, tell you the truth, so it's all it's all within the same strand. Yeah. Um, and then especially if you're not doing it for any level of fame or um, or any level of fame, likes, love, stuff like that, um, and just do it out of just the strength of you know, something that you are drawn to do. Uh, then you know, I think it. I think it just has a another level of you know power to it. I would say, but yeah, that's all I got. About you, Lex Bob. First, let me just say, I said Indians, and that's politically not correct. Oh, not so, so let me walk that back now. Yeah, I'm not say, that in the moment, but I was just letting Lex get Native involved. Americans. Wait, when? When did you say it? Just now? Nah. Nah, it's last. It's last episode. It was the last episode about the Native American <laughs> shedding one tear. So, <laughs> peace to love about that. Mm-hmm. So, you guys can just 
I apologize. It's police so, policing our own show. That's great. <laughs> no, you gotta do it now because it's gonna come back in thirty years. I hope we're doing something else. I hope it does. I don't. I, I with a. Oh, my uh, bad. Go ahead. Finish, no, finish no, 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 no. I it think didn't. ours are definitely gonna do that. Like our our tapes. I mean, this is like a part of potting is that you have a uh, you know all this content and information that's just out there. <laughs> we just for, so, like, and we're just offering it up, bro. Like all podcasts is that way. So like I don't care. Like. Eventually, if, if podcasts go to a whole other stratosphere mm-hmm. and it's like this biggest, it's like the biggest thing in the world, a lot of these motherfuckers that was just like, you know, just saying shit, just, you're going to you gonna, you, you gonna have to live with that. You're going to have to know how to talk in those moments, you know what I mean? Yeah. And not take that shit personal because yeah. folks going to come at you. It's going to be somebody that's going to be offended in some way, but go ahead, like. And then the other thing was a couple people hit me up and they was like, hey, I'm kind of happy you got a mic now because you used to say stuff off camera. And we didn't know what you were saying. saying. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And now they know. Yeah, yeah. no, that's that that part. I think for me, just you know, just being open to people's notes and suggestions, and mm-hmm. it's like just just applying it and then it working as well as it is. It's just it's just it's just dope. It's like an instant sort of gratification or or nudges in the in the right direction. Um, but to that whole point, we're talking about you know free form, you know free form speech and and art and. Uh, freedom of speech in, in, in that regard, First Amendment shit. Um, before we started the show, we were talking about uh, Tiffany Haddish on the Dave Chappelle piece, and then that led to a whole uh, patronizing thing to women and, and or women of color, uh, especially. Um, the 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 underlying basis of the Mark Twain, uh, oh, uh, Dave Dave being given the American Humor Award. Um, for me, what I, what I walked away from it was what, I, at least what I hope Dave was intending, was was how everybody sort of thought process and, and, and feelings and how they express as long as it ain't hurt nobody is unique. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, and then if you, especially if you subscribe to, in, to being an expressionist and your intent ain't, ain't all the way trash like you got to just work through those thoughts or be or feel like you can work through those thoughts um without harming anyone um or being taken advantage of or your your expression being flipped to cause harm like it's a lot it's a it's a real delicate space to, to balance mm-hmm. and that's why i say i i i, I kind of relish that day if it happens where somebody tries to use something we said against us because it's like the intent I, and and that's what i i encourage all artists to consider is that the intentions of what you're trying to say always seep through. Mm-hmm. I, I'll never forget when um, Kendrick dropped the backseat freestyle video um, and and everyone tried to typecast Dot as a conscious rapper. And it, 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 it warmed my heart so much in the backseat freestyle video specifically because you could tell that he was aware of that and it was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm about to fully blow that out the water. Mm-hmm. And... Him getting killed by it was complex. Um, it was a few publications that were like, "Oh, the the one saving grace in hip hop is now crossing over to the the status quo misogyny of the likes of Jay Z and all Tupac and all the others." And I was like, "When you're listening to that song, like if you're listening to what he's what he's saying, and if you watch the other imagery in that video." In that one scene where he's leaning up against the Continental and a girl is like like full on twerking, it's a 
it's a really beautiful statement in the midst of everything else that he's telling in that, that they're that they're portraying in that video. That's also hilarious coming from complex. <laughs> like I don't think that's even complex's like stance on anything. Like how, how <laughs> like, you. like they would be the ones that would be more for somebody like they would think that probably backseat free backseat freestyle has too many lines in it or too yeah. many bars in it and it needs to be even more beat mm-hmm. heavy and mm-hmm. you but know more mumble to it and stuff like that that's more complex speed so yeah. but that's, they, a, that's a funny place to come but out. the intent again the intentions were for me as a consumer and 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 as a as a fan of tde and everything that they that they that they go out of their way to paint and a lot of young artists of color are going above and beyond to tell amazing stories and I feel like that can be attributed to one person, and that's Dave Chappelle. Like, we are all Chappelle Show babies. And to see someone black and to express that free and to run the gamut and to, and to somehow find humor in some of the most traumatic sort of experiences and nuances of storytelling. Um, I, thought the, that I thought the Netflix Mark Twain special was brilliant in capturing that and something that I would encourage. We were we talked about it when just the YouTube clips were coming out, but now that the whole special is out, I still encourage everybody to watch the YouTube clips and watch that because we were talking about that off mic. Like, Quiddy was like, Monty, you should watch it. I'm like, nah, I've seen it already. He's like, nah, you ain't seen it. Mm-hmm. You ain't seen it. Because the fact that you Not can, the fact that you comparing the two, tell me you ain't seen it. And uh, my shout out my brother. He listens every week, Quiddy. I love you. Um, for he, he and that's sort of my measure of like nah you personally need this experience, but in the speech they have Tiffany in the Netflix special at least they have Tiffany Haddish open, and there's an element of patronizing and and almost making her the butt of the joke that makes me uncomfortable whenever I see Tiffany, mm. um, and that just may be something I'm dealing with, but every time I see her it feels like they're laughing at her and not with her um i think she plays it that too no and but that's the other part too is like i gotta give her credit for being smart enough to realize that and going well it will bet we'll all be in on a joke then while i get this boy bust his bag down and i'm okay with that the part that i think truth on that my bad but i think truth on that is just that i don't think she has um more layers than what we would like to give her you know what i mean like we would love to give tiffany um more layers on her comedy but i think she realized like what the i don't know if she has more layers to it and then also she realized that she now has like kind of like the darling level of love from her white counterparts mm. so that now she can she can be this token black lady in these groups now and like just have all and get access to a lot of these places with uh with these with, with white folks that she didn't have before and if you come from a place of being in a like being homeless and you know people not fucking with you people not even listening to what the hell you were saying uh you know you getting you getting the regular you get i don't i don't want to put it this way but it is true you're getting like the regular um, like black laugh, you would say, uh, from your jokes, but it not doing any improvement to your actual career. 
Uh, but then crossing over and getting the love from the other side. And if you just got to play the token role from that position, from all that backstory that you have, yeah. then that kind of, I think that all works in together. But I just, but it started off with, I do not believe that there are other layers to attack. Like it's, it's not a, it's not a Chappelle. I can disappear for 12 years, go to Africa and get in tune with my soul again and then re-enter it with the with the leg up on at least I have an amazing keen sense of working a stand-up stage like I can always go back and do that shit don't matter where I'm at I can do that no matter what I can get back to the basics on that part I don't really know what her basics are and I hate to go in that that, that far into her because I, I rock with everything that has come in, come her way. Um, it's funny because Raj is on. Raj is on, we we do we we've gotten into the habit we and we've always done it when we recorded had stuff playing on silent but we've think we've gotten more intentional about the shit we've picked the last few weeks. Yeah. Like L did the we did the weekend one and I think I'm still recovering <laughs> psychologically from watching weekend videos on silent. We like, got the sickest videos. I feel on like silent. I feel like I did a bunch of acid that day because seeing his visuals on silent like the whole it was it was almost his whole discography too. Yeah. We watched an entire pod. Um, but now just being thinking about that every time and Raj being on right now, I called Raj two nights ago because I found something on my hard drive that was the most hilarious shit in the world. And it spawned a conversation um, about control. Mm. Just because Raj is one of those funny people where you can start talking about the most ignorant shit and then it lead to something that's just really dialed in. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was he was asked to do something that was just out of this world and. Not only did he do it, he he made it look hilarious, mm-hmm. right? And in in the moment, I remember watching him going, "Oh, this he's just smarter than everybody." Like right. it's just, I see, I can see this, I can tap into it, and 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 be in control of and intellectuals will always be okay. Exactly, and the the heart the part the part that I struggle with with Tiffany. Um, is I have to, there's a part of me that absolutely has has to operate on the side of she's in on the joke and just smarter than everyone to be at this point at this at this point, right? Be just because of the 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 revere that the successful black men around her have. Not not looking at the white men, for example. I'm looking at the black men. Like I know her and Kat have her weird have their weird tension, but the Daves and the Kevs, you know, and Hove and B, like they, you know, protecting her in a way and having access to that. Like that, that shit don't feel like an accident. Cause if that were the case, I feel like other people who have tried to occupy a similar space would. And I could be way off on that. I'm, I'm open to being off on that. I just, for the sake, um, I, I, yeah, I know you feel like I'm off. I know you feel no, like No, no, no. I, I rock with it. I just think that there's factors that go into play. Like, uh, if, if, uh, depending on like whatever your preference is, but if Tiffany didn't look the way that she did, she wouldn't have the help that she does. Um, same thing I felt, I felt about the whole, uh, Meg the Stallion thing. If mm-hmm. Meg, if Meg didn't look the way that she did, then there wouldn't be the type of help that she would receive you, from you Hove mean, and B. You mean, you mean selling, se- just selling sex, being, 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 pr- pr- being pretty? There, there's plenty more opportunities in that light than, 
if if she looked different. Hmm. In 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 my stance, I think there's. That's interesting. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Not. I'm not knocking it at all. I just don't. I just think it as like, well, you can you can definitely hang out with our group because because you look the part. Yeah. Ah. I mean, like you know those groups where that like wrong? you have like the folks in your group, you, you know, like and it's just like, all right, we going out. All the girls, we're going out to Vegas. Is uh, that but wrong? It's gonna be tough to have you know get her in. So let's make sure. This, <laughs> is that way? Wait, wait, wait. Stay back. This thing could be stumbling on gems. Let's we see not if we gonna, stay back. We're not just gonna skim over it because it's such a thought process. But for the women out there, please, 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 please write in and, and let us know that if that's a part of your decision-making process. Because <laughs> I, I, sent, I sent you Davey and Poe the, uh, the getting ready to go to the club right, video. Right, right, right. And that's hella fun shout out, too. shout out yeah. to uh, Rome and, and, and that whole... Uh, yeah, Dortainment crew. Yeah, that yeah. Dortainment, uh, the, trap, the com- comedy trap house. Mm-hmm. I'm late to the party because they've been doing numbers for years. But they're they've been brilliant. doing it since college, bro. Yeah. They're doing hella shit. But they do a they do a sketch about niggas getting ready to go to the club and the variables that that you have to consider when you go into the club. And gee, I was laughing like because we have had those conversations verbatim. Oh, uh, it's it's forty. Oh, nigga, and, and it's, it's funny how the times change, right? It's dress code. Nigga, I, I got I got my shirt is cool. My pants maybe or maybe, but my shoes no. I got a hat on, it's bad. You know, all these things I have to go into it. For women, when they're getting ready to go, it's like, ugly cuz can't go. <laughs> and I, I told my sister, I told my sister, because we were talking, because uh, we, the guys were talking about the Vegas trip, mm. but I was telling Nana, and it was like, the best time I've ever had in Vegas was when we was with them, because her whole group of partners was just finessing everything, and they, and because we was with them, they let niggas live. It depends like, on the location, bro. If you go to Vegas, man. you're bringing your top partners, and like it's not the people that are socially the best. Like we probably be fighting all day in our in our room, but, but nigga, when we go out, part. bro, we gonna get we finessing tonight, bro. Like that's how that's how we live it. Do women live like that, bro? We we could Facetime her from the crib and be like hey. and get and get the social part together, but as far as like. Pulling up and staying in this, staying in this, in this room that we stand in before we go out to the clubs, bro. We gotta have the, we gotta okay. have the top. That's we gotta not have okay. the top group. That's not okay. That's huh? not okay. <laughs> that's not okay. <laughs> I didn't say it was supposed to be okay. I said that's all. You just said it's a thing. <laughs> oh, you can't you can't finesse when your whole group ain't together. Bro. Oh my gosh. Because there's gonna be another group that thought this out first and is gonna get so far ahead of you in that trip, and then you're gonna be the one like. I'm sorry, but like oh, I, I don't think that. Okay, I, I probably shouldn't throw that one out. No, no, you dare now. You dare. <laughs> I'm already you on the ledge. You on the ledge. I'm already on the ledge. All right. I just don't think that when you go to places like Vegas, Miami, uh, I'm so gonna leave it those two. Let's do uh, Vegas and Miami, maybe Houston. Um, I don't think you have like. I would say, men can go to those locations, and. If they fail at going into the club, we can have the, we can battle this out on the reasons why we failed. But then we just gonna figure out something on like a strips, a solution, or like a strip club, or go to something else random. A solution. Uh, try to pull up on something random. I don't know. We'll just House at three you know what I mean. Like we we something will turn into something. Something, well, something, something ch- will turn at, into something. At every phase of the night, there's always a chance. There's always an opportunity. But <laughs> even if like you just ain't with the right group. And you just failed that week, <laughs> yeah, that weekend. Guess what? We gon' 
we're going to get this shit together because I'm not coming. Next time I come back out here, it's not going to be with this exact same crew. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's going to be some modifications. Yeah, it's going to be some modifications that take place. You know what I mean? Yo, you're sick. <laughs> it's the truth. Like I knew your brain was different, but the fact that your your crew of who you travel with is based on like, oh, them niggas don't fuck around like I fuck around. Nah, that's good. Bro, you, you, was, you, was, you was sitting here. You held me back the whole weekend, bro. I'm never going to forget that. My name, like, you don't even have a chance to get back in to, like, help me out again. Like, nah, that's, it's a wrap. Like, that's how I cut people off. But uh, on, the, on the women's side, though, I just don't believe that they even give that initial opportunity. Like, because, like, if they, if, if, if there's a failure at getting in or a failure at the door and there was a weak link in, in, in that chain. Mark. <laughs> bro, they not Mark. You're not able to take that because it's happening at the moment, bro. Like at the moment. Okay, well then, shit. I wasn't the weak link, so therefore I'm taking my opportunity and I'm going in. You know how much that fucks up with the whole camaraderie at the at the place is that you're not able to like you can't take away from. So if you got eight people, right? You got eight women, and you at the you at you at the door finessing it. Uh, getting into the tables or whatever, but there's a there's a weak there's weak links in your chain. You have say out of the out of the eight you have you have three that just ain't working out. Do you know that those three are going to be outside that club? The five are going in, bro. Like the five is happening. The five is happening. They lost the three. They never saw the three again. He's he's preaching right now. I'm not. I can't stop him. He's on a roll, bro. Like that. that but that. But you know how much that hurts, though. Like that. Like you can't go through that too many times. So that's the reason why you pull up in the first place correctly, because I don't want to have to cut you off at this door, <laughs> and us never be partners again, or you not be partners with whoever I came with, and all that stuff like that. Like we had. Now we have beef, and now you got to take it to social media, and now you got to get all your. You know, what if all your a lot of what shit. if a lot of the like women that funk with each other mm-hmm. that knew each other at one point was behind the the ugly duckling situation. It might be, bro. Yo, that's crazy. It's possible. Damn. Our world is sick, man. It's completely sick. This is sick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because all this came from Tiffany Haddish. I know. And that wasn't even my point. The point I was I was getting to a much larger yeah, that point. Was not the point I so know. yeah, salute salute to <laughs> Tiffany. She's killing it right now. Um but a couple things. Mm-hmm. Jason Bateman is a fucking legend. We need to protect him right now. Okay. Yep. This nigga just he just like just produced two of the best seasons of television in in the same calendar year. It's pretty fucking impressive. Uh, I don't know if anybody watched he's a the producer outside. on Ozark. He's producer and writer on Ozark. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. And then he's pr- producer, producer, writer, and actor on and director. Uh, he directed and the first di- two episodes and of- director on The Outsider. Yeah. On HBO. I haven't seen that yet. Gee, you haven't seen the house. This is the one person that needs to see it. Yeah. You is it? What is it? What is it? Um, what, what it's, based of, off the it's based on Stephen, the Stephen King book, yeah. The Outsiders. Okay. Yo, phenomenal. Like it, it may, may, maybe. And that's in season. It's just one. Just okay. one. Okay. Just okay. one season. Yeah. I can um, check that out. It may, it, it may be two episodes too long. Um, it's my only beef. Yeah. But as a storyteller, I appreciate on the back end or just in like on the, the back end, on the back, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. the back end, the back end, like but they, that middle area, but it's not, it's not fair to call them fillers because the, in the episodes that feel a little too long, there's some brilliant ass moments. So you can live with it. Right. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, I feel like 
those episodes that are like that, yeah, they really help tell a story. Yeah, yeah, like, connect, mm-hmm. yeah. It, it, but and then that's and I guess that's the other thing too uh, that I because I had that feeling, and then on the once it was over, mm-hmm. appreciated the fact that they were aware that people were going to say these ran too long, but decided against it for the sake of telling a full complete story. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not an easy decision to make when networks like HBO are involved, when that much budget is on the line, and you could have easily trimmed off the last. 25 minutes of like three of those episodes and made one made it made them one you know um but when you tell when when you're doing a a a book i feel like you gotta do justice to the book which is why books have been being told better as as series instead of uh yeah instead of films yeah um but the point i was making is that one of the lead characters that doesn't get introduced until like episode five or some shit is a woman a, a black woman and yeah, World War Z would have done way better as a series. As a series, than, than a movie. there's yeah, a few. Yeah. There's a few of those movies like that that exist that have just been way better. But the lead, one of the leads that ends up dominating the series because she's brilliant. Um, I don't know if she would have gotten that role a couple years ago. Was my only thought. I just mm. had that thought because she bodies that shit. But she's a she's a she's a face like I've seen her before. But she's a she's an unfamiliar face that gets to gets to be. A character that is that is that not even just a woman wouldn't have got that shit would that shit would have been a white man for show. That character was written for a white man had to be. Hmm. Nah, Stephen King said when they were decided to make the show, he said one of my main things was that that character would be black and wow. would be a woman. Wow, because in the books she's black and a woman and a woman, and that's his first detective. He like. There's three books with that same character. That's mm. dog. And uh, he was like, "That's my first detective type character I ever wrote but see, in the genre that I wrote." And that, mm. but that's why that show show comes off so brilliant because they got their feet held to the fire on that. Like, yo, this won't be able to, this won't get greenlit on the writer's behalf if y'all don't stick true to this. Hollywood wasn't always like that, and and that shit jumps off the screen. Especially HBO, yeah, yeah, that shit jumps off the screen. The second episode of her appearance, where you're like, okay, it took us three episodes to even get her. She's here now, and she's making such an impact. And now the story is all about her. Holy fuck! It was the it felt like the ultimate finesse, where because because I watched that in the Dave Chappelle shit like the same day, damn near. Um, I couldn't. It was a crazy, crazy sort of comparison ago one feels like real fucking support like somebody fought for this the other one i can't tell if she's a part of the joke or not mm. granted two different genres two completely different forms of entertainment mm. but there's an underlying thing there where neither of them would have a space carved out for them today if it wasn't for the other completely, completely. um and so that made me that made me go back to my feeling about tiffany and go damn i appreciate her because it goes back to our conversation a few weeks ago where it's like, it's easy to make MC Hammer the butt of the joke in real time. But now that it's over, that nigga was the first rap superstar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was black. Like Vanilla Ice, Eminem, all them niggas got to get their BC points. They got to get their megastar shit off. MC Hammer is the first black megastar. All right. And niggas laugh at him, but he kicked the door down for a lot of niggas to get bag bags. And so that space where they both... 
exist and both have equal fucking value. It, it, it's a crazy sort of thing to connect, but my brain went there. My that 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 was all. The one random thing I was gonna say about Tiffany Haddish and um, her comedy is I wonder if she had conversations with Kevin and Kevin was like, this this is where you going to make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So Possibly. stay in this lane. Because you know how Kevin could do other co- types of comedy if he really wanted to, but he knows that the bigger audience likes him for this. Mm-hmm. So he tends to cater more to that. So I just wondered if he ever had that conversation with her. It feels like it. It feels like it. You're not the... The, the commitment you have to make to be a stand-up stand-up is, is an endless amount of road work um, that I don't know if Tiffany has the road work, but she definitely has the... She get, she was getting up in L.A. a lot for years. Um, but the road work feels like a di- it creates a different beast. Have y'all watched Tom Segura's new stand-up special? Where, do y'all, where are y'all on Tom Segura and that whole crew? Segura, Rogan, uh, Burt, um, Ari Shafir. So out of that whole crew, which they're they're all talented in their own regard, Tom is a, by far above and beyond every single one of them, and it ain't even cl- it's not even close. Even Just, Bert? huh? Even he, Bert? He, he run, even I feel like even Bert would admit that Tom would run lap circles around because yeah. when you watch them all get together on on Joe's podcast, mm-hmm. they roast everybody but Tom. Like that's the one nigga they leave alone, and so for for me, optic optically when I'm looking at a crew, especially a hitters like that, mm-hmm. when it's the one nigga y'all all kind of just tread lightly with when you poking fun at, oh he must be that nigga. And then when you go special for special, when you watch Tom Segura, he looks like he's at home. Like everybody else kind of look like like Bert. Bert I, I, Bert's growing on me. I think Bert's funny. Uh, Ari. I know some people didn't know of Ari Shafir before the Kobe shit, and so it, people are going fuck Ari Shafir on a pure Kobe shit. Mm-hmm. I I before prior to the Kobe shit, prior to the Aretha shit, I did think Ari was funny. I still do. That Kobe shit is just unforgivable for me personally. Um, so I don't. I I, I want to do justice by separate trying to separate the two when talking about bro because I do think he's funny. Okay. Um, yeah, Joe. Joe, this is. Controversial because I know people love Joe. Joe's not that great of a stand-up to me, personally. Um, fuck, I can't believe I'm saying that publicly. Um, Rogan? Yeah. Oh. I don't take him as a comedian, but I guess he's... he's no, no, he, no, he's a comedian. Joe, and Joe... I don't know for any com- comedy. That's crazy. Yeah. What are you about to say? You, nah, t- you, you could tell me to edit this felt. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I was just going to say, for me, it's just certain bits that Joe has, and I think... I just relate to them, and that's why they be hella funny to no, me. No, no, no. I re- like, and that's the crazy part. Like Joe just talking, I can listen to that nigga talk all fucking day. And so his stand ups, I consume the sa- exactly the same as I do the pie. Uh-huh. He he's the he is the perfect the perfect setup guy. Like host, that's the this the 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 common thread. Joe plays that plays the fuck out of that role. Cause he just he just provides a space and a platform for us to experience these dope ass people that we wouldn't experience if it wasn't for his genius. So, still sounds like I'm shitting on him, but I, I I'm not, and, and the people are gonna kill me for that. But and if you're talking about that that clique of people, Tom Segura is funnier than all of them. I feel okay. like. Um, but the 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 it feels like a, a, a tribute to 
how much of being on the road, like road, road. Oh, Joey Diaz too. Forgot about Joe. Joey Diaz and Tom Segura, <laughs> fucking hilarious. Okay. And and Joey Diaz ain't for everybody either. Yeah. That's the other part too. I think it's the because especially in Tom's new piece, he has a similar approach on Dave shit where it's all about intent, like. Equal opportunity, I'm a roast your ass. If you if you if you gay, if you black, if like especially when Tom be going at black people, that's the funniest shit in the world, bro. Cause it's like I th- maybe it's not the same for y'all, but I know for me, what I'm trying to explain to I, I I struggle with my white partners that do the the white guilt thing that like, I just don't know where I fit in this world. Like, shut the fuck up, bro. Like, <laughs> like roast back. Like, don't don't patronize because if you start patronizing, then I can't fuck with you. It's not real. If you're going to give it, if you're going to give it back, I just don't know, I just don't know where I, but Tom is like, bro, what we doing? I'll roast all y'all right now. What's up? Like that energy I fuck with for some yeah, reason. I fuck with that energy too. Um, and, and I don't, I don't even know why I'm comparing it to, but all that shit makes sense. But back to the road work for Tiff and I'm, I'm sure she lives on the road, but it's, there feels like there's certain people that, that lock in with the art of comedy in a crazy ass way. In a, in a in a in a different machine element sort of way, um, and I don't I don't I think when I think you kind of figure that out as you're ascending and getting to the place and figuring out carving out your space in Hollywood at least from a consumer standpoint. What I've watched, what I've watched Joe Joe Rogan do, what I've watched Mark Maron do, they're not for everyone, but they got a they have a particular fan that they like. Joe been doing his podcast for years responding to emails, having an email list and like growing, like growing that brand. Like we're going to go back on it. And I've never, I don't, I don't think we've ever seen anyone do with the brand, what Joe Rogan has done. Like it's impressive as shit. Yeah. Um, Bill Burr, same thing. Like just grow, like, Hey, there isn't, there isn't particularly a space. There isn't particularly a, a space for me. I'm going to carve it out. I'm going to curate it myself and over and over again, just 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 chip away, just chip away, just chip away. And each time I double back to a city, that base is going to be double what it was when I was here last year or last season and do that every year until I'm in theaters and then I'm, fuck, I'm in, a, in an arena from starting at the hole in the wall, but just being personable and constantly growing my brand. Like when you look at the early days of, of Joe's uh, pot, uh, uh, the Rogan podcast, those fucking web, remember those webcast mics you put on top of the, the desktop, the little balls you put on top of there, like just three of them in a room and just cutting back and forth. But it was cutting edge for for real time, so it's easy to look back on it now and go, ah, you know what I'm saying. But it's there's a brilliant, there's a genius there of of self awareness, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, Joe's self awareness separates him from anyone for me. Um, and Tiff, so back to the point, the Tiffany point, G. I can't, I don't know which one it is, but it feels like it's self-awareness. Like, hey, go be that and just live with being the butt of everybody's joke. That makes sense. Uh, top five funniest women, go. This is, this, I know everybody's not going to agree. I think Lunell is hilarious. Like, I, I watch all her Vlad interviews. And her and her standups are fucking to die for. Mm. Like I think she, I genuinely think she's funny. People aren't gonna agree. Sarah Silverman is up there for me. I just I I enjoy y'all don't okay what no, what I, I feel I like I feel like I feel like I'm I'm missing something. Why is everybody quiet right now? 
Nah, I, I enjoy her. You not a Silverman fan? Huh? You not a Sarah Silverman fan? I I'm just gonna say, man. I, I I'm sorry, but oh shit, it's gonna take a long time to put that list together. For who? For top five funniest women. For you, maybe. For me, yes. Hell, that's, what I'm talk- that's what I'm saying. That's why I said go. Because I, <laughs> I want to see how fast y'all could throw these motherfuckers out here. Because I, I, it's going to take me a minute. Fuck. <laughs> I'm going to go through, is, I'm gonna have to go through a whole... Like, you got, you got to insane. give me a paper with all the women that are comedians and have stand-up. But in for fairness, me to go do my own research to go figure fa- out who is this top five. In group. fairness, how many how many female comics that haven't been shoved in your face do you watch? That's what I mean. This is true. But the I, I, would, I would have to I would have to be like in stand-up like in in the actual stand-up mm-hmm. arena, stand-up uh rooms, like all that stuff like that to even know that list. So that's what I'm saying is that it could it could just come down to if we're comparing, if, if if the comparisons on comedy is going to be a blank slate. How the fuck did we get here, by the way, guys? I know. Just saying. Go just, ahead. Just, if it's going to be a blank slate, just an open forum for everyone to jump in, mm-hmm. and we're going to judge everybody equally, then that is where the problem is going to lie. It's just not enough. Like, because it's too many. It's too, like, comedians... The freedom that you have to operate within to be a super funny comedian, unfortunately, I do not believe that we are far enough along oh, as fuck. as society oh, to allow the space for for women to then be as funny. That's bro. not, but see that no, I I completely disagree. Right. It's not fuck fuck what's allowed. I'm not talking. I'm, I'm, I'm saying though, but if you if you're talking and you're talking to a public, you can say fuck fuck was being allowed, but understand that there are still certain restrictions in in place for gender speci- specific. That's the whole. Specific. That's Dave's whole point. Like there are there, there's always going to be restrictions. Um, can you can you make decisions and live with them? So. To his to his Dave, point, Dave's point is coming from we're going we 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 talked about this before, but it's coming from a male's perspective still. So the amount of freedom that you can talk with you right. and have you're and right. be a male right. saying that you're I'm right. just gonna I I'm gonna let my nuts hang at all times and just be talking and but that's still that's still a certain amount of freedom that you have as a male. It's a privilege. It's, it's a privilege. Yeah, yeah. And then for women, it's it's still a certain level of restrictions in I think in what they say. So for me. I don't know. I might be missing. I might be missing a part of it. No. I really, really love uh, what is the, um, the 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 lady from uh, from San Francisco, the Asian lady. That, yeah, that did both her specials. Oh, while she's oh, pregnant. Uh, uh, Wong is it? Yeah, Alice, Alice, Alice Wong or something like that. Yeah, Ali yes. Wong. Alice, Alice. We should look this up because yeah. she's a killer. I think it's Alice. She's I think a, it's Alice Wong. She's, she's a killer. Really, really love, really love, love her stuff. Now she's only like uh, the ones that I've loved have. Yeah, Ali Wong. Ali Wong. Ali Wong's so, a fucking killer, dude. I only, I only love the ones that. Well, I've only seen the ones that when she was pregnant, but still, it it covered a good amount of of uh, like it had something. It had something to say in the content, and um, unfortunately. Maybe I'm wrong, and maybe y'all can enlighten me. But the comedians that I've heard from the women's side is overly sexualized content. 
which I understand well, the, why it is that but way. But, but women are overly sexualized, so it feels like it feels like the a it, play it, on it. Yeah, it, it feels like a play on the 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 joke. Like I know I know what y'all think, and I know where y'all at. So let me let me beat you there and one up you. That's why I love Lunell so much. But I'm glad you said Alex. I get Alex, it. You just can't go that far with it. It's, it's my but it's the, my thought process. Oh, I see. It's limiting. It's li- that's what I'm saying. Like the, the, it's, there's no, no, restrictions no. on the actual art form I'm of wrong. it. If you're not allowed to be as free as possible we'll in see. your content, we'll see. Then that if you have to use your sex, if you have to use your sexual sex, you have to you have to, you have to, you have to overly sexualize your content. Mm. Then therefore, you can only go so, so far, far with the with the content that you have. Hmm. I'm rolling. I'm rolling. I'm rolling. If it it, it is extremely limiting. Um, but that, but that's where the brilliance, the brilliance and the privilege meet for Ali Wong. She's mm-hmm. Asian mm-hmm. or whatever, but she still takes it upon herself to kick, to, to kick shit for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Uh, Melanie Camacho, uh, that's who was another one. She's OG, but she's from that era with Kat and all them, but like real, real crowd work. And there's a new, there's a new woman that was just on, um, one of the comedy shows. I wish I could remember her name, but she's a mother of, of four mm-hmm. black lady. That her 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 timing and her beats mm. just jump. I don't know how seasoned she is or nothing, but I remember watching her because I was following uh, Ali Sadiq, who's one of my favorite comedians. Um, yeah, he's funny. Yeah. I was watching him compete on the comedians' star search thing or whatever that shit is, and he and he made it to the final two and lost. But the my YouTube algorithm started showing me this young lady, and I'm gonna find her name, and she was a killer, mm. like a killer. But to your point, having a having to navigate a delicate ass space that um, speaks so highly to 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 privilege and to our collective conscious as a society too. Yeah, you can um, say you say comedy is a very free art form. It's not. It's it's not it's, the it's same. It might be. It might be one of the more male dominated industries. Yeah. On like. Yeah, they can be as free as the fuck they want to. Yeah, be, Whitney, but like, Whitney, like Whitney that. Cummins is a, is one of the like. I have my issues with with some of the shit she heard. Her, I this is gonna sound terrible. Um, I don't have any issue what she's saying about the Bill Cosby situation. I just have an issue with her um, lack of awareness for her position as a where she's speaking from as, from a white woman and in, 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 in her commentary around it, but. That don't have shit to do with how brilliant I think she is. Mm. Um, the show, the Whitney Cummins show she had, I thought should have got another run um, just because it was something I watched. And she introduced me to Chris D'Elia. Like, all these motherfuckers I think are funny as shit. Um, <laughs> but Whitney, Whitney's, Whitney, I, I wouldn't put her in the top five, but I lo- her style, I fuck with her style a lot okay. too. Um, okay. I'm, and there's hella other women that I'm not mention, mentioning. Um, some more is in that place where hella over-sexualized, but hers is intentional and, like, really smart, and she's aware of her space, and she's been doing this shit for 25 years, I feel like. Like, if yeah. if we're 30, if like, I've been hearing about some more most of my life, if not all yeah, of it. Yeah, is back, Def Comedy Jam. Killing a killer, like, though. Yeah, she's way back then. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. We just had a whole deep dive about comedy based off protecting Jason Bateman, who is a, li- a fucking lifer, a two- that was a point. That was the point. The lifers in 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 art, mm. not niggas that be dipping their toe in the water. I'm talking lifers. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bateman, commercial kid, little house on the prairie, nigga. Also, y'all gonna get quiet? Nah, I'm L- waiting for you to keep going. Little house on the prairie was that shit. I've never seen it. 
You, watch you a real town nigga though. You wasn't watching a little house on the prairie. <laughs> Nana, are you awake? No, she's asleep. Little House on the Prairie was our shit before school. Hmm. And I hella remember Jason Bateman's character, but didn't really connect the dots and still try to start to starting to think oh, about well, Jason Bateman at that time. Jason Bateman couldn't have been no older than like eight. eight. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And, and that might even be too, because he was he did team like this nigga didn't graduate to do Team Wolf. Like, didn't graduate high school so he could finish shooting Teen Wolf, bro. Like, but but my point is about the lifer shit is now he now he's kind of having his run, but Arrested Development. Did you watch Arrested Development? Yep. That show is fucking crazy. Bruh's brain is just kind of out there. And, yeah, no, it is. And you see it in, like, how brilliantly presented. He was standing, standing all over Hancock, man. I don't care what anybody say, bro. Come on, bro. Like he just like, but it's the, whenever it's the, he shows up, bro, it's just a good. time. It's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be. I, I haven't seen it, and and it's probably some shit that he's terrible in. But I ain't seen Jason Bateman in nothing bad. Nah, Even the movies is bad. It'd be a good time. I think it was. What was that? Um, what was the one where they was like playing a game? I think it was okay, game night. It's called game night. Game night. Yeah, bro. <laughs> this name, man. Hey, Jason Bateman. Yeah, he shows up. Protect. He shows up whenever I saw him, bro. He Protect. shows up, man. Horrible so good bosses. shit. Huh? Horrible, horrible bosses, horrible, horrible bosses, bosses bro. Classic. Yes, yes, yes. Horrible, but now nah, that's but that the staying with the HBO story because outsider outsiders just blew my mind, but it could exist on an HBO. I get I get the freedom that they had to tell that story as long as they did, and the the they HBO seems to have a real appreciation for series that I'm glad that. Netflix is taking a, a, a page from FX is in that space too, where they really, really appreciate the space of a series. Cause I feel like, I feel like in art, you got to sacrifice a scene or two that ain't really a sacrifice depending on the audience. Hmm. Like I said, the patience, the patience that a book takes to try to translate that on film it's got to be one of the hardest things to do. I don't. I can't think of in, in in terms of expression. I can't think of anything that would be harder to take the patience of a book mm-hmm. and translate it on fucking film when everybody is trying to get their shit off and everybody's going, oh, everybody's attention span is shrink. Yeah, but 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 step out on a ledge and and, and take a chance. I and mean, Qu- Quibi is coming out. People's attention spans are getting shorter, and they're going to shorten it for you. You're going to shorten it for it, and 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 that's fine. That's gonna that's gonna exist for those people over there. But yeah. for for some of us, nigga, outsider. Yeah, no. Oz, the, the Ozarks of the world, the the, the the shit that you got to commit to, even. Even it's, tri- um, it's the it's, it's the Therian tribes, bro. Like, yes, it's gonna be like there's <laughs> it's in- gonna be a tribe of short attention span. Bro, people. <laughs> there's di- there's different places, but there's there's plenty of different folks to like, pipe like put produce something for. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. But folks be so caught up in the the large scope of things, bro. You can actually, not, bro. You can actually train mad. people to understand your shit. Yeah. Um. And then, and then and then just have it be great. And so that part. That part and so what? HBO, the early days of Oz and Taxi Cab Confessions and all that long form shit. That's just like that was cutting edge. Bro, Oz is nuts if you look Man. back at that. Bro. Oz is crazy. The fact Oz that Oz existed funny. at one point. It's is crazy nuts. that Nazi was even getting greenlit, bro. Yeah. And they're like, hey, <laughs> hey, go for just, it. Just they might shut us go. down, and then they go, okay. By the way, we're gonna throw them Soprano on the wire too. Like it, like cutting edge shit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So you fast forward to present day, they found they pot, they bag with these series, right? Mm-hmm. So for to me, 
for ye- like when the business, the business of NC of the NCAA. The newsroom was on there, right? The newsroom. Oh shit. G, remember how? Hey, somebody bring the newsroom back. They bro. can't. They, they can't, shut that. They down. can't. Bring, they can't bring the newsroom. Hey back. man, that might that might because be... the newsroom would have broke COVID before COVID got broke. Believe that shit. That's real. Believe that's that real. Shit. The that's newsroom. Real. The newsroom is one of the greatest Show. shows ever. Yeah. I, I say that definitively. By far. G, By far. That was our shit. That was, and it was wordy too. Like it was, it was, it was, it was, very, it was, it was very, it was very, it's, it's dialogue heavy, and it, it's amazing. It wasn't, the, it wasn't. That's what was so crazy about the newsroom is it wasn't hella hell bent on this over the top action. It was bent. It was built on information, on information, but presented in such a, a brilliant way, bro. Um, but the business of the NCAA got on my radar. Probably yo freshman year um, uh, of high school, your freshman year of high school. Hmm. It was just, it would just be fun to go watch L play eighth grade, summer of eighth grade, going into ninth grade to be the fucking time of your life. And then you get to St. Mary's, and he's like one of the highly, highly touted kids in the area. <laughs> And you get to this loaded fucking team that were they were loaded. I don't know, okay, no, before we let's stop. No, I think it's loaded. No, it was loaded. Mm-hmm. But question and answer it honest as honest as you can. Mm-hmm. In practice, your freshman year, how how did how did that, some of those matchups go? I'm just curious because I, I I never attended your practice freshman year, but mm-hmm. I always my bias would always lend me to. Okay, L's a little too far down in this rotation. I feel like he's killing some of these niggas in practice. Oh no, no, no! The, the, it was completely different back then. We were right before. This isn't even for college too. We were right before the wave of whoever is the best goes. Like whoever play, whoever has the best performance, uh, whether it's in practice or mm-hmm. in the game. We just gonna let that shit ride, and then that's gonna equate to winning games eventually. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you gotta let cats do that. Yeah, that was right there where it was still very heavy in system, system, and also we gotta teach we 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 gotta teach these new people a lesson by Our not giving them everything. Yeah, we can't give you stuff out the gates because are you gonna appreciate it? Did you? And it's like nigga, that's not your call. Did you realize? Did you realize that earlier? Did it take you a minute to process to adjust to that? Uh, going into there, I no, nah, I didn't realize in any of those steps, bro. Like I can't even lie, because I once again, bro, I'm, I always I'm, wanted. I'm, to I'm, ask a, you I'm that. a dude from from 90th and Bancroft. I didn't bro. realize that till just now. 90th and Bancroft, bro. We don't. We don't take our time on anything bro yeah. like it's not like a nah bro i've been doing this for a long time we play so yeah. like if you if you can outplay you me can play. then bro we're gonna keep playing until i can outplay you bro that's just how it goes so that was okay um, i i just had to ask that for me that wasn't for i always i always wanted to ask you that but kind of forget the context to ask it in is like i remember the cachet you went to the school with and then and then kind of being treated as if nigga we don't care um you still gotta earn it it made me go holy it you know what it did g Mm. it it made me appreciate my process because when i got to pano it felt like them niggas just had it out for me like to the point that i was like and you know me like i can i can take a lot of shit like i can Mm. take being bagged on and, and at the most i'll just shut down and not say nothing yeah 
I got to the point where I had to say something. It was like, yeah. what the, yo, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, this feels like I'm being punked. Yeah. And I'll never forget, Get I got kicked out of a practice and and was still sick because it was like, fuck it, I'm going home, nigga. I'm not about to just sit here. And I'm getting ready to leave. And DeLuca comes like, hey, let me holler at you. Like, I know this part, I know this part of the process is frustrating, but be worried when we stop getting on your ass. Mm-hmm. And I don't I, I know why now, but then as a as a 14-year-old, um as a 14-year-old that didn't have brothers, it was like surrounded by all women. I didn't I don't know why that resonated, but it resonated. Mm-hmm. It felt like it felt like the it felt like the male energy. It reminded me of your dad a little bit, where it's like, nigga, the fuck you crying for? You know? Right. Um and for whatever reason, that that language makes made a lot of sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I could say present day that it, it shaped a lot. Um, but the rules of how them niggas was coaching then would not fly today. It nah. just wouldn't fly. Nah, you get fired, bro. Good time, man. <laughs> that was a that was a little little punchy punch, little break. A little bit. A little um, back to the business of the NCAA. Yeah. So that became a thing else. Ninth grade year, the business of it. Um, and how fast it went from. You'd have thought I got prepared for that by the time I got to college. <laughs> I went through that shit all over again. Digga, with my same ass from the black attitude. And, like, but digga, in, bro. In, fairness, in absolute fairness to you, the type of business it was at your level, I don't think, I don't think you can maneuver without without handlers that are um that are dedicated in a in almost a criminal enterprise type of way. Um and I'm gonna explain that what I mean by that. Oh no I agree. So I, th- I think you gotta have somebody that like kinda of like a middleman for yourself. Oh so this so entourage the, that the entourage that of, are higher up that work work in your work for you. The type of level L's finessing that yeah. you need some niggas that's like, all right bro, this is what we got. You you won't worry about nothing but basketball. Mm-hmm. Fuck fuck what the family got going on. Fuck school. You you getting to the league, and we're gonna invest every dollar to see to it that that happens. That's right. And people think that that's just talking, or thought that that was just talking until HBO produces the scheme. Have y'all watched that shit? Mm-hmm. It's all about the, the the criminal enterprise of the NCAA, mm-hmm. and. When I tell you it's some of the most jaw-dropping, riveting TV you'll watch, it reminded me of the idea I had about AAU and the NCAA combined being the greatest soap opera that no one's producing. Yeah, No one's telling that story through and through. And you go, oh, you biased nigga because you bitter towards the system. No, I, that wasn't for me. But I, I, I had access to some niggas that were league for show. If the cards are different, if the business is set up different, where the bay, the bay is just the bay was at one point was just so fucking behind in in the corruption that exists in every industry. So we have sound stages in here that only a particular group of people know about from a film industry standpoint. All right, bet that's cool. We got it. We've always had an independent, thriving music scene for, for from across genre. That's I'm talking jazz, funk, gospel, rap, R and B. We've always had that shit here. But guess what wasn't set up? 
the infrastructure of the criminal enterprise that is the music industry. It's not here. It wasn't. Empire's here now, though. Thriving, might I add. Them niggas got a whole different mindset and approach to it, though. Hmm. Um, Sports. The amount of pro athletes that come out of this motherfucker is jaw-dropping, but no one talks about it. Mm -hmm. And the amount of criminal enterprise that exists around the niggas that actually made it out, the niggas that got really, really close, but there was a chink in their criminal enterprise, niggas, why they didn't make it. Okay, we got to talk about this, but nobody's talking about it. Point taken. Now... This fucking shit, the scheme comes on HBO. Mm-hmm. Nigga, I'm sitting in here like, nigga. Because <laughs> it, it's told like some some mob shit. Yeah. Because it is. It is. It always, and it always has been. A lot been. of money involved, bro. But the the most, and everybody, I, I encourage everyone, it don't even matter, it doesn't even matter if you're into basketball. What matters is the- oh, no, it's business. It's, it's the world. Yes. Um, it's any level of business. The business- the nuance that exists around the business, the racism that exists around the business, the 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 being to evolve slavery, and like be- when like when Ern was asking if there was any to give, keep it real, is there any black lawyers that <laughs> are just as good as your cousin? And he was like. Yes, of course, of course, but like <laughs> they also will not get into the same rooms as my cousin. At, That's at, the reason at why. All. Like, they um, could be great, but they can't fully take advantage of any of that greatness. Anything, because there's a there's a deterrent and there's a certain th- level for you. At some point, they're going to be like kiss the ring, man, and needs to have a hard time kissing the ring, finessing. Not having to actually kiss the ring, but make it seem as if that is what was done. But the, it, listen, have you watched the scheme? You ain't even I watched, it. watched it. I you, ain't watch even wa- you ain't even watched it, and you just you just summed up the entire. Like when you watch it, it's gonna fuck you up because yeah, what you just said. I didn't know that was on there. Your synopsis just now, without yeah. seeing it, is it verbatim. Yeah. that story. Yeah. So I just be, I yeah, don't want to. Right up my alley. I definitely watch that. I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but I do want to discuss the business of the NCAA. The NCAA is a nonprofit, bro. Mm-hmm. Nonprofits don't don't pay taxes. Mm-hmm. Conferences, Billion. the SEC, billion dollar energy. The SEC, billion the dollar. ACC, the Big Ten, the Big Twelve, my nigga, Pac twelve. There, you know, those are nonprofits that don't pay taxes on the revenue that they generate. Nigga, huh? Big bucks, and they don't pay um, their labor. Bill, Big bucks, and they don't, and so you don't pay taxes and you don't pay labor. For the shit that generates the most money, you don't pay, nigga. Wait a minute, and, and you you just bow it, you just wrap it up and bow it together and give it's it a off free, as it's a, a free education. And and the hoax that is education, <laughs> it's a free education. If you don't get the fuck out of my face, bro, mm. um, yeah. So I don't want to spoil it for anyone. I I do encourage everyone that listens to the show to check out the scheme. On HBO, salute to HBO for telling an excellent story. Salute to uh, bruh. I don't want to say salute to bruh because he got a lot of niggas knocked for being silly. Mm. Um, but his 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 intentions were in the right place for show. Mm. Um, and he seems to be doing well. He's got a music venture now, uh, the Chosen. They got a venture with Atlantic, so he pivoted very well. He's fine. That's um, so even salute to him. I'll say, staying with music and getting off. 
my my binge watching that I've been doing because apparently I'm here I'm handling the quarantine terrible because <laughs> niggas is working out get their got recipes and meditating and all this shit and I'm I'm just watching TV nah, buddy you keep us informed though bro shit going on bro I'm just watching TV um so what we, we, we do we want to talk about the quarantine babies and everything that exists around I the do, babies bro. that are being that's, made. That's actually a funny one, bro. Or you want to jump to, to, to the to the one of the the last megastar the world will ever see. Quarantine Which one? first. Quarantine first. So the running joke is about how many babies are going to be made because motherfuckers are at home. Mm-hmm. How many babies are going to be made and how many divorces will be had? It's, it's fucking brilliant. As a brilliant depiction of the world. There's going to be a lot of babies made. There's going to be a lot of people that are having babies that will be divorced. And a lot of domestic violence calls. The dom- no, the domestic violence is through the roof. Have you seen that? I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, no, that's not even a joke. Like, the domestic violence reports in the last three weeks are significantly higher. Damn. Yeah, I believe Because spouses are at home together. Money issues are for real. The kids getting on your nerves is for real. So, and domestic violence isn't just about husband the wife wife the husband that the kids count in the domestic shit disputes um and that's not funny not making a joke out of just high, just pointing out how strange all of this is for the entire world to try yeah. to navigate um the stressors that that don't stop because they hit they flip the light switch off on the world that shit the lights is on at, at the house for now um, also it's highlighting it's, it's highlighting how much people rush <sighs> like you got to realize Gee, don't how don't do this to me right now. Don't. Huh? I can't handle this. <laughs> Please, I'll, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. You got to understand, like, people are, people have, people are always in a rush. So, for pe- for them to slow you down, bro, why are y'all going so start crazy over them slowing you down? That's a, that's a benefit to yourself. Take it as. No. Take it. Huh? Not for everybody. What? Not for everybody. No, I get that. But. You really my nigga, bro. He be coming in here kicking game and don't even know it. It's not it's not bad that you know what I mean? Like Yeah, you made a mistake. Yeah, this is this is now your spouse. Don't be calling these people's spouses mistakes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you made a mistake. It's crazy. (laughs) Live with it. Look at what you did to yourself. You brought this on yourself. Oh, oh that's many, bro. You cannot call people spouses mistakes. Gee, that's nuts. My bad. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. <laughs> <laughs> he said, my bad. Go ahead. My bad. Go. You got it. Yeah, no, yeah, nigga, yeah. I don't want it now. <laughs> the, the the worst the worst of the baton passes, bro. Like, it's like called, nigga, no, I don't want the baton now, but you just call these people's spouses mistakes. I don't want nothing to do with this conversation because I man, what bro, y'all done moved out to Antioch. Oh, shit. <laughs> Got you a nice picket fence around a bunch of other people that had to move out to Antioch. Y'all came from the same location. Ooh. Talk. That's all I got. I don't want to go too far into that one. I'm going to leave y'all, leave y'all alone, bro. My bad. That might be a little too specific for folks. My so, we, no, we're going to keep going. Go for it. There's, I, got, I got an alert. What's up? Shout out to Mama Tina. Put me on, letting me know that... Uh, some twins were born this week, mm. and you guessed it. Oh, shit. The parents named them Corona and COVID. Mm. I'm not mad at it. Side of the times. Remember mm. the times. <laughs> they remember forever, boy. Damn, <laughs> bro, what is go- what is happening to the world? How do you do that to them kids? They 
they didn't <laughs> they didn't need that. They didn't at need all. To. That's messed up. But that's 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 still hilarious though. Corona and what? Corona and COVID. And COVID? Yeah. Are we do are how how have we all I'd rather be I'd rather be COVID. Facts. I don't want to be Corona. Yeah, I don't want to be Corona. I, I'd rather be COVID for sure. I'd be Corona. Why? I don't know. You over COVID? For me? Yeah. But Yo, Vid. Vid, Corona. what you want today, Vid? Cole. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Corona, so, Corona been around, though, man. Like, exactly. This, That's why I want to be. You, gonna be run, you want to be running? Corona? Couple of Ronas? Nah, I'll be Vid. Has a. Uh, I'd even be Vid 19. <laughs> Have That's you guys. turned up? That's you don't want to see vid nineteen out here. You know what I'm saying, right? Have you guys That's evolved? When the shirt come off is vid nineteen. <laughs> Have y'all evolved or adapted um, any new conspiracy theories? Uh, besides the one we already got. Which one do we have? Oh yeah, I got one. I got one. I'll take us down the conspiracy road. Um. The belief that you know that this is coming, it, it's inevitable that it has to be in the States. It started off in China. It had made its way into Europe. There, It's now in the U.S. You knew beforehand you did not stop it from coming in only because of the U.S.'s need to continuously put people in a dependent state so i need to figure out a way to make sure that the entire all the people do not have are 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 sick enough um financially struggling Mm -hmm. financially dependent um distracted and weak Hmm. so that they cannot uh, move themselves out of like this, you know, this, this dependent lowered state Hmm. because this ain't got nothing to do with people that are already breaded. Like the motherfuckers hold up, motherfuckers on the yachts, they in the mansions doing videos. What'd you say? You said bro on the the yacht talking about, uh, telling people to stay home, bro. (laughs) My nigga, you're not even home. My man said from the yacht, bro, hey, I don't understand why y'all still outside. (laughs) Stay home. (laughs) All right, bro. You're the the perfect person telling me to stay home, bro. Hey, if I had a yacht, bro, I'll tell people to stay home too, bro. (laughs) You got it. But yeah, nah, that's that's, that's my thing is that I believe that it would, that it it seeped through uh, consciously. um, And. If it took, if it if the stock market took a hit, great because the stock market was doing good. People were doing better than they should have been doing. So we're not gonna tell them beforehand. We're gonna take our bread out. They gonna they they gonna they gonna lose all their shit. They gonna become even more dependent. It's gonna be a problem. It's gonna be an issue. Mm-hmm. And we don't think that they will be strong enough as a unit to then recover from this in the way of becoming independent you know what i mean like some people will be there'll be certain minds that can but the masses if the independent ones were to tell the masses right now the way to come together and turn some shit around 
the masses will there's be enough so di- there's enough divide and conquer where that shit don't fly. It'll be so toe up that there's no way they listen to that shit, bro. Yeah, like yeah. they ain't listen to none of the leaders on nothing. Yeah. Right now it's a fight between the masses and the people that they look up to. Yeah. If you're not dancing, distracting me, my nigga, I don't want to hear a word you got to say. Jesus don't Christ. you hit me with none of this like all this positivity shit. I ain't trying to hear nothing positive from you. If you don't get on this camera and dance for me, or wow, or if you don't get on this camera and make a song for me, wow, show me some songs you got. Something. If you don't do none of this shit for me, bro, I don't want to hear nothing from you. And I just loved you a month ago. Wow, a little different. Wow, but yeah, it's possible. I'm gonna listen to these politicians. Like everything that they say is gold. That's a difference. And completely, completely disregard. The control factor, and I think that's the uh, we we've done a really good job about refraining from the, refraining from the conspiracy talks. But I can't Completely. I can't I can't help it no more. Like I'm 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 boiling over mm-hmm. because I I I, don't, I already don't do well with feeling manipulated at all. I, I struggle with that shit mightily. Mm-hmm. Um, so now to be here to be watching it. Oh shit. We got some special guests. Special guests in the building. <laughs> uh-uh. Uh-uh. Come on, it's too late. No, y'all, can, y'all can go y'all can go in my room if y'all don't want to come in here. Okay. Um or or <laughs> um what were we talking no, just just refrain refraining from having those conversations like like wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Um but now, like I said, struggling mightily with that that feeling of being manipulated like like struggling with that shit for real um, yeah, only because i'm just recognizing the amount of it's almost sick outside bro like i understand there's an actual sickness outside but, but it's, it's, it's actually, actually sick, sick bro yeah. like the like i cannot wrap my brain around how like how difficult some of this stuff is hmm. Like, it's not difficult to, well, I, I understand. I understand not every household is the same, so I, I'm not telling, like, oh, it's not that difficult to stay in the house for 14 days. Yeah, it is difficult for certain people to stay in the house for 14 days. I get it. I understand. Yeah. Your, your situation isn't lined up to be in no house for 14 days without having any income coming in. Yeah. Stuff like that. I get all that stuff. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is I just don't get people's, level of FOMO hmm. not understanding yeah. like that you would if you if you are set up all right how you cannot stay in the house for 14 days yeah. or how you cannot think about older folks when it comes to shopping and oh don't uh you know don't hit the stores the first through the third because those are the days that you know what is it uh uh, wick is on the is on the shelves or whatever. Like yeah. don't don't completely clear out the uh, the wick products. Yeah. You know what I mean. So that people that need that stuff, that's when their that's when their income comes in, so that they can get all that stuff like that. You know yeah. what I mean. Like those are specific instructions. Why people have ten cases of toilet paper? <laughs> I know what you about to build a teepee. I don't know. I don't know what your plan is. You know what I mean. Like I, I don't know. A lot of there's a lot of videos. There's cats jumping over uh, over toilet paper. There's all kind of random things. There's just videos galore. Yeah, but it's it's the way it's it's honestly the way the way things are set up 
uh, the divide, the divide and conquer mentality, um, being uniquely close for the first time in the nation's history at, at sort of a collective, a collective, uh, conscious of what independence looks like Mm. through and through, Mm -hmm. um, and what an appreciation and a value for each community's dollar could do for everybody. Right. Mm. Um, and that was happening. Maybe, maybe not on a large scale, but at least the conversations were being had so that we were cognizant of it. So you saw a lot of people. That was coming around. Yeah, yeah it, it felt that way. It doesn't, that doesn't feel like a reach. It felt like a lot of people putting a, a, a point of emphasis on independence, ownership, but what. Which makes what, this thing so much more sense. What, 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 which, what, yeah, what, what, but in that space of independence, what you also need to protect the independence is a co-opt of other independent thinkers and people who have ownership. So mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be the same genre. It doesn't have to be the same enterprise. It's if you if if you're in uh produce mm-hmm. and I'm shit, if I own a cleaners and then you own a gas station, we still need to to have some sort of co-op where all right, my your gas station is going is going to house the the inner side, the inside of the market is going to house some of his produce, and then we go somehow we're going to filter that business through and through, but but be in it together. So now, when businesses are being depleted and wiped out, of everything niggas can't keep their doors open. Do you just I don't know I don't know how many of y'all that have business accounts got the alert. I, mean, I think everybody got the, the the alert, but I keep getting it about the uh, the forgiveness loan for small businesses. Mm-hmm. It keep, keeps getting shoved in my face. Mm-hmm. What what is what does that look like for real? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I when I needed a loan, I couldn't get one for for my business. You would give me one for a car that I can't afford, a house that I can't afford, but when I needed it for my business that I had a model and a structure of how I was going to pay that back before that interest kicked in. You wouldn't give me that. Mm-hmm. Now you'll give it to me and even extend when the interest kicks in. Cause you know, I ain't going to be able to pay that shit back. Cause no one's buying. No one can afford to buy from and an, from uh, well, well, that's not true. We probably should be going to our mom and pops and all that shit, but people are still, we still hitting the targets and everything. Cause it just, it makes more sense. But I personally have had, the most success shopping at our local Mandela market and getting everything I needed personally. Just saying, you know, um, yeah, you you know, this thing is built off of credit. So, um, especially in these times, bro, like they know folks ain't got it. So they out here trying to, they trying to put you in something where you owe in. Like, yeah. nigga, we need you to always owe us somehow, always. some way. You are not a lot. Like, that's how, that's how credit is, is set up in the first place, bro. Like, you can't just get out. You can't be out here and just get cash. Yeah. I mean, like, you get cash, you get on somebody's radar, bro. Like, yep. you know, they want you to put your credit together. Credit means you have to owe something. And in owing something, that means that you could never break away from us, bro. Yeah. That's just simple facts. That's how it's built. Yeah. You know what I mean? So these are times where it is all the, like, this is perfect time for the loans. Like, and the amount of loans that come in is crazy. But how does, how does, how does the criminal, the sort of criminal structure of, of white wealthy enterprise, and we talked about this last, or, the last two weeks, I felt like we've talked about it, but how does the infrastructure, the criminal structure of white and wealthy criminal enterprise continue to be romanticized in history? You think about it. 
lot of the documentaries that are getting produced, like Tiger King is hilarious, but it's a white criminal enterprise that we're all laughing at and romanticizing in a way where a lot of, a lot of foul shit took place on both the side of the people, the, the people who clearly voted for Trump and our, our government in order the resources and shit that were allocated to, to protect and to take some of these people down. Like there are there, I think it's Killer Mike's whole thing on the massa mentality, bro. Like I think people, it's either that you underestimate them uh, because of the way that they look, or that you simply just don't take it there. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can't take it there with them. You know what I mean? It's it's kind of like that, but you can like for sure do all that with your own people. You know what I mean? Or you can definitely put your own people down. It's it's just it's built in, you know what I mean. But I think it might come down to like the 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 massa thing though. Like regardless, it's just built into the psyche that, you know, that type of shit is funny and it's 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 lighthearted and uh, we're not gonna look at the actual criminal part of it. Like the criminal part of it is even hilarious. But, it is but no, I, there's no way that you can even get that. You can even you can, there's no way there's no way a person of color can even pull that off. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. It, it continues to be romanticized and then packaged in some, some film to go, oh, that was a great story. I don't want to keep watching those stories. I have no, I literally have well, no. Well, that's why I didn't watch Harriet Tubman, bro. I'm sorry. Man. You're not, you're not about to put that one in me, bro. Like, I, you know how long we was, we was looking, we was reading the Harriet Tubman story? Yeah. Like, yeah, cool. But yeah. we're not about to watch this this movie about Harriet Tubman, bro. Yeah. Like that's not about to happen. And then on top of that, you're gonna make her into an Avenger. And <laughs> you gotta stop calling Harriet an Avenger, bro. <laughs> bro, she crazy. was the original one, bro. She was she was right before Captain America. She was the half Avenger. <laughs> this LL <laughs> is wild, bro. Wild. Right, right before the end, bro. So like, yeah. We, right. we know that story. We know the original Avenger story. Like we ain't gotta watch that show. We don't. We don't know the original story of the last megastar. Mm. Mm. What? So? Not fame. No doubt. I don't know. What, I don't I even don't, know what that's about. I don't even know. What watch that's your about. mouth. I think Michael. Um. I think Eddie. Uh, MJ those people that just cause pandemonium you know uh, mm-hmm. and how the access was limited but it wasn't really it was but it wasn't it, this was a different time yeah. I can't I for the life of me I keep thinking about what what a what the world looks like with Michael Jackson having an Instagram account or uh, or Eddie Murphy or Mike Tyson having Instagram accounts like Tupac with Instagram, bro. What? Like and and not and not in not after. You mean during their peak? During their run. What does that look like, right? And so Drake. Drake is a and, and people can debate it. I don't. I just don't think it's debatable. He's a different. He's 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 in a, a class all by himself in terms of superstar. Like it's not. It it's just him. Like you can't go Drake and such and such. No 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 no. The next person you talk about is white. When you talk about Drake and the type of celebrity that he has, 
Um, so the world is in a pandemic. Everyone's at home. He does the rollout of his kid. And then he releases a video and a dance. Same week. Great rollout. Great rollout. Um, probably didn't cost him that much. It looked uh, like that video was shot on the phone. Oh, yeah. It probably was. Probably Even better. Was. Even better because they gave him the bag to do the video. Yeah. So, and then, then oh, at the same time, I could show off this God. This estate. This estate that's like. House. Yeah, this is different. <laughs> And no, it's you, definitely an estate. That's, and a, it, that's a museum. And then you yeah. made the point about the fireworks at the end. I was like, "Oh, this is the this is the." Oh, L said it first. He's like, "This is the this is the most ultimate flex." I know. And and I, and it was crazy when you text that. I had just finished watching it. Going, what did I just watch? Because like, you don't see him, but you know it's him. And and then you, which was the best way to do introduce a dance if you're Drake? Yeah, because we couldn't watch. Completely there's pre- no way that the the public could see your facial expressions while you do that dance. Yeah. You knew what you was doing. It was brilliant. It was important. It was truly it was brilliant. A good job. Um, but they, it got it got me to thinking who who's who who's on that level? Because even there's there's some strange part of Wayne Wayne when Wayne talked. You know Wayne is from a different planet, and we were texting about it the other day. Yeah, when, Wayne's uh, not. Wayne, I told you Wayne well, has not been here for a Wayne, while. So Wayne, Wayne does uh, did his sneaker shopping on with Complex with mm-hmm. uh, with Joe Puma, and Wayne goes, "Yeah, man, this this kind of trippy." And Joe's like, "What? Just just seeing the stuff?" He's like, "Nah, man, I ain't been to a mall in like fifteen years." <laughs> and, <laughs> and, then, and then shout out his shopper, like we're like shout she, it, she brings shout that. It, shout it out his stylist, and Joe Puma's going. Wait, wait, you, you said what? He's like, nah, yeah, man, I don't, mall. What? Yeah. He's like, this, so this is kind of trippy to see. And But the way Wayne was looking at the store was amazing. He was like, this is how you people shop? Bruh, he was he was dead ass serious. He's like, bruh, I ain't seen a mall. But I remember when he was on Drink Champs talking about the album, he was like, man, them songs is old. So I'm not really, he's like, they, they, I said, I did my verse, I did my parts. They took it and put it together. I don't know. Like Wayne was Wayne was promoting an album that he literally didn't know what the fuck it was about, but still managed to feel relatable on some level. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. This man ain't been to a mall in fifteen years, but somehow, some way, I still connect to him. Hove is Hove, but when he slapped the phone, when he took that nigga's phone, I related to that. Yeah, yeah, no, Wayne been stunned on this for a long time, bro. But still feels relatable. No, for sure. Like it don't it don't he don't he doesn't feel like he's in another stratosphere. Kendrick, he's a fucking like like we I, I throw it around, but he bro's not from here. He's different. He still feels relatable though. Cole feels relatable to me. I there's no part of me that relates to Drake, not even a little bit. Am I crazy? No. I mean, for one, for one, Drake is Canadian. Nah, it's it's some Canadian niggas I, I, I fuck with though, and that I relate. To. But he's a Canadian nigga that was plopped in Houston, <laughs> that ended up in Miami. Ways of Memphis, bro. Ways of Memphis, bro. Like he just made his bro, way a, across all of the like. He feels manufactured. Somebody location. made him. They did. They put him in the lab. Somebody. He feels like a lab rat to me. That's. I guess that's what I'm saying. Yeah. No. They. No. They definitely. They. They. They put that together in the lab. Like they put bits and pieces into that person and said, 
you bet not do certain things until you are ready to do certain things. You know what I mean? And I think that 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 and that's a benefit to Drake. Like that's that's a that's the beauty of him though is that he took a lot of that direction to heart and got the blueprint before and before he was able to actually stumble into his own blueprint, which was you know that's there's a certain level of genius that goes in that too because you have to have a certain level of like humility in the first place to allow that to be like for that to take its course because I don't know how many niggas can be like told what to do and do the exact thing and then start tripping up on the folks that originally told you how this was going to play out you know what I mean? And start thinking that it's all about you. You know what I mean? Like, I think that I think that's the part that and that's the Canadian part of Drake, that he was able to take a lot of that instruction and then mold it into his own thing and then not shit on the people that originally gave him the, the, the platform. Yeah. Right? The, yeah. No, it's it's a it's a it's a unique space. But the, they're from they're from the States. Yeah. Would have been shit on that whole that whole enterprise. You think so? For sure. Niggas ain't got no humility in the states. You, 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 you think you can put a nigga together in the states, and then once they get to Drake's they level, not, they not turn on. They anymore. not about to turn on everybody. Ah, I like that. I like that. That's a good point. That's a really good point. The fact that he is sort of assembled, like we're gonna take a piece of this, piece of this, piece of this, piece of this, and he's gonna be unstoppable. He and it has, actually happened. Though. He has yeah. He hasn't malfunctioned and rebelled against the people that made him. Exactly. Whereas if it would have happened here, there's a lack of. God damn it, Ill. And I think that's why I think that's why so many people in the industry hate him, though. You know what I mean? Is that they're like, bro, why this nigga keeps ascending? Like, nah, this nigga needs to self destruct. Like, not we need to take that nigga down. He needs to self destruct. No, no, no. But I they, bet. No, he's but not self destructing. No, now we got to do something about it. And then it. they try and it doesn't and, and then that nigga just ascended higher, bro. Like, niggas hate that shit, bro. Like, it's that crabbed in the barrel thing. Like, niggas hate that. Like, bro, oh, if I can't shit. get up there, this nigga, this but nigga right is, here definitely ain't about but, to get up there. But what is what is your obsession and your fixation with? Oh, we have to destroy him to the cost of you attempting, you failing, and then doubling back and going, "Okay, we're friends again," because you're you're mm. in, you're impenetrable. Pause. Mm. Mm. Like I'm a I'm a I'm a jump out the window, attempt to take you down and lose, and then go, "All right, be my friend again," because I I ain't got nothing. I don't, I don't have nothing. It's the same exact thing as uh, when niggas got to like got to the bottom of like when Drake. Remember when Drake originally came out and like folks was like talk about he's so emo and so emotional and niggas tried to have all these jokes and stuff like that mm-hmm. until that nigga continued to be emo and continued to say shit that yeah, that niggas the, would have on the, the inside chicks, had all the chicks at the show though bro and then have all that inside shit like all the shit that you would think on the inside but there's no way in the world you would let that shit on the out let that shit out because i got a certain image to have and blah 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 right but then after a while he was like oh i can't even hate on this now because this nigga's still here yeah you know what i mean like if he's still here i might as well get a feature from him now and then my shit went up. I love this nigga now. You know what I mean? Like, it, that's kind of how the process happened for a lot of niggas. Like, the, the hoodest niggas started changing their whole thing and started just singing on their own shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, started singing and getting Drake to, Drake to do the hook, and that's it's when like, Hook... Like, bro, like, like like when Jordan said, bro, there's, there should, this nigga should not still have a position. Shit should barely be breathing to tell motherfuckers that 
every song sounds like Drake featuring Drake. That should that shit should have been the end of Drake when it came to the rappers. Mm-hmm. If a, if a rapper would have said that from the states, then it'd have been a problem. Yep. But my nigga said that shit, and Let you can you can look at him and say that 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 he was lying. So he was able to get that shit off. Get it off, and he was right. And he's right. Jesus. And speaking of images, staying mm. with that theme. Yeah. New York is back to being New York again. Hmm. And I don't mean that in a good way. Hmm. Ah, New York seems to have this 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 un this unparalleled sort of ability to self destruct. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Uh God God rest Pop Soul. Um but he was definitely manifesting something for the for the for their region once again. Mm-hmm. Um hit his death seemed to seem to unify at the very least unify old New York in a way that it hadn't been done yet. And even in the midst of the Takashi shit, that was so disruptive because so many fractions of old gang shit mm-hmm. was wrapped into that one kid that it brought up these old ass wounds. And so the whole time that case had been going on, niggas had been quiet, been low. And then out of nowhere, Pending his his release and then get moved up because of the COVID shit. All the OG niggas are at each other's throats. Hmm. And it's the point that I meant, like when when we had that discussion about New York um, being its own worst enemy. Oh, my gosh. Niggas got so mad at me. I bet. And I was like, how is that not true? At the height of Dipset, at the height of Rockefeller, at the height of G-Unit, at the height of Terror Squad, at the height of Rough Riders, the height of fucking uh, Murder, Inc. There was tension between all, noticeable tension for the world to see. Mm-hmm. Atlanta has that same tension. LA has that same tension. Um, the South has that same tension. Chicago has that same tension that exists. But somehow... That shit stayed away from us. But you think about the powerhouses that New York had at one time. They just couldn't get it together. So now things are things are quiet. Things are cool. And now some of the most powerful niggas are at it again. That's going to only spill into like real street shit. Not mm-hmm. not nothing that's going to be smoothed over and we can piece it up and do a song together. Not Meek and Drake. And oh, no, no, no. Somebody's going to die. Mm-hmm. A couple people are going to die. And a lot of people are going to go to jail, which has already happened. Mm-hmm. And to this day, the Schmurder shit makes me like I get emotional thinking about that shit because of like how those kids got taken advantage of and left for dead. And the people. Oh, fuck, man. I I want to understand so bad the 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 um, the thought process that goes into. Oh man, this is terrible for the this is terrible for the industry. This is terrible for the city. But we gotta cover it because it's what the world is talking about. Hot ninety seven, you're disgusting. Breakfast Club, you guys are disgusting. Complex, you guys are disgusting. That people people are dying and doing serious, serious, serious time behind that Takashi shit, and y'all keep covering it as if it's a positive, like y'all doing the world a service. It's not how that works. Stop giving that shit light, man. Cause it's not helping. It's only making it worse. And then for nobody to help uh, Bobby and Roddy is is criminal. 
They it's the same charge. Hmm. Them niggas did seven years and they was trying to give that nigga double that. Hmm. Literally, they were trying to give them double that, and Bobby goes, "I'll, I'll if if it cuts my man's time down, I'll take the seven. And they had to serve all of that shit. Mm-hmm. And Takashi comes home, is home, mm-hmm. and you guys are arguing with each other. That shit, that shit, it's it's confusing. It's mm-hmm. confusing from a fan standpoint, and not having any. And they go, "Well, shut the fuck up because you don't know what you talk about." I, I point taken. But optically, you you forty and almost fifty year old niggas arguing about some kids and some music and some internet shit, recording y'all faces in the phone, talking about who put hits on who. Y'all all look crazy, and no one's gonna say it. That's some silly shit, man. Yeah, no, I'm always confused by that, bro. That's some silly shit. These are gr- these are grown men we're talking about, bro. Yeah, we I just we were just having that conversation actually, but the um like. Being an OG in today's day, um, when your background is really some street shit, yeah, has to be a weird landscape for you, yeah, because somehow, some way, technology and the youth has taken away your fear factor, yeah, that you used to live off of, um, and now you cater to that landscape. Mm-hmm. So now you. You can't be talking on your phone. Like, <laughs> niggas have forgot. Like, bro, if you really about that, bro, you should never be on your phone. Like, I'll beat your head. Like, do you <laughs> I don't believe you. Bro, like what nigga, is that? Bro, that is the that is that has to be the emptiest threat I've ever heard in my life, bro. Like whenever whenever somebody is is about to get into a fight, right? Oh my best God. believe somebody will say, I'll beat your ass. I don't believe you. My nigga. I don't believe you. Nigga. I don't believe you. Bro. You ain't gotta tell me you're gonna beat my ass, bro. Just do it. <laughs> I'm confused right now, my nigga. Why are we having a conversation still? Niggas make an empty promise. I'll beat your ass. I'll beat your ass. You know it too. I'll beat your ass. Like, bro, no, that's all theater, bro. Every, like that. It's too much star, theater, bro. Every world star fight video that starts with the dude, the one guy saying I'll beat your ass, always is the one that gets knocked out. Completely. But the nigga that gets slumped and is frozen in the air like this. <laughs> 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 the nigga that get. Those make me feel bad, bro. When you get slept and you go frozen. Man. Because best believe, like, when somebody says, I'll beat your ass, you're also fixing your pants at the same time. <laughs> My nigga, why is both your hands on the, on your waistline? <laughs> that was the first thing your dad taught us. It's like He's like, these new niggas with these fights pulling up their pants and fixing their <laughs> shirt. He's like, because they, they, they're just from an era where they don't talk at all. So the fact that somebody gets to talk and pull up their pants and square up is just too it's much. Nuts. It's too many steps. Like that ain't, that's not how that works. Second brother try to square up, pull his pants up, he should be slept slept. It's nuts. I'll beat your ass. I'll beat your ass, bro. It's empty, bro. <laughs> I'll beat your ass. It's so empty. <laughs> and then I was just thinking, I was like, what is some of the emptiest lines you like, what is some of the emptiest lines somebody could say during a fight? Like that that's number one. That's for sure number one. That's number one. There's some other ones, though. Like, I'm well, just I trying might, to think of, like, what other ones would be out there. I might have to see Lex, though, and start with I'll beat your ass. Because I feel a way. <laughs> you, you remember what you did? Whatever. You remember what you did? You know what you did. Lex calls me. He didn't text me. No, no, no. He did, no, no, no. He did text me. That's what made it worse. <laughs> That's what made it worse. I know what he's talking I'm about. I'm still that. mad, bro. That shit made, that shit made me mad. Lex huh. goes... Hey man, 
I'm I'm because you've been fucking with me. I'm gonna fuck with you. Hey man, <laughs> you know who uh Cuckoo Cal is? He had a song called In My Projects. Anyway, <laughs> it's a documentary. I think you should watch. I'm reading a message. I'm like, he's fucking with me, right? But it's it's way too detailed for you to be fucking with me. I got so mad I had to call you. It's like, dog, don't ever disrespect me like that. Don't ever disrespect me. <laughs> Cuckoo Cal. I wish Tay Tay might answer the phone. Let's see if I can Tay on the phone. But Cuckoo Cal, when In My Projects came out mm-hmm. and they played it on Rap City, I taped it. Mm. Just to be able to hear that song all the time. And then went right to Bear Share and downloaded that shit. And it was my number one song for Bear God Share. knows how long. So don't don't disrespect me like that. Which one is that? In my project? You know it. That one? Yeah. That's Coco Cow? Yeah. Oh, okay. See? I don't See? know the artist's name. I just know that song. That's what I'm saying. A lot of people, they know the song, but they don't What's know the good, artist. Oh, uh, you're on the good, podcast with, with no IGLG. Lex and Monty nice. Draper. What's poppin'? Um, uh, who am I? Who do I have the pleasure of speaking with today? Um, this would be Antea. How's everyone this Sunday? Don't ever go to the to the to the business ever, voice. Don't ever switch up like that. You ask it. What it do? Cut it. What you what you want? Cut. What we do? Good morning. How's everyone What's doing today? <laughs> Tay. What's going on? So I need I need your backup real quick. Lex proceeded to ask me this week if I knew who Cuckoo Cow was. Who was? Oh, don't you do it. See? Cuckoo Cow. Wait, who, who, who is Cuckoo Cow, Tay? Cuckoo Cow? I don't know. See? Oh, it's, it's, it's look. Enough time in between. Dang. I, I really feel I'm bad. with you. Because the one, the one person that loved the song just as much, maybe not more, was Tay. In my projects, Tay. In my projects. That was cool, cool. Okay, I'm getting off the phone. You and L just ruined the whole thing. I just knew you was going to know who it was. And I know that song, and I love it, but Cool Cool Cow, the name is ringing the bell. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I look, I look so crazy right now. I'm like, yeah, Tay going to have my back. Tay got it. Mm-hmm. She said, I don't know who that is, fam. <laughs> But L said the same thing. He's like, I know the song. I just don't remember the name. Yeah, no, nah, you can give me the song. So, so that was, dang, what year 2000? was it? 2000? Yeah, 2000. 2001. 2000. Yeah. That's why we didn't, we wouldn't really know the rapper's name. We just knew the song. Yeah. That was that was dance time. That was like uh that was like people was dancing in barns. I'm disappointed in Lex for asking me, but then my two cousins, I'm even more disappointed I'm, in. You can't be disappointed I'm in me. Because you... You know me better than that, but these <laughs> these two? Oh my goodness. I'm Ta- sorry. Tay, we love we love you. We're gonna call you after, okay? Okay, love oh. y'all too. Bye. Like us. But see, in my defense. No, you might you got it now. You just won. You just won that shit. Nah, I'm just saying, like, I knew you knew the song, but not many people knew the name of the artist. Whereas I like had his album, and we could call Reg. I used to slap that shit the, all the time. The, the out his album. What other songs he had? He had uh, none of them. None of them did that. You yeah, they did. Yeah. But the uh, wait, he had like it was like a ten song project. Nah, it was, there was more than that. It was seventeen tracks. Yeah, he, yeah. But the, was he better than Pity Pablo? 
Pete Pablo was nice. Don't get you oh, got Pete Pablo was nice. Yeah, yeah. Pete Pablo was fun, and and that album was crazy too. Yeah, yeah, that uh, the one with North Carolina. Yeah, the, um, fir- the first the project, up, right? Yeah, the raise up that shit. What is that song album called? That shit was dope. Damn, I can't think of what that album was called. But that album was that album is surprising. Who was uh, PD's though. group? Like who was like who was PD Didn't under? He? Like what umbrella? Why do why did I always associate him with with Tim and like Bubba Sparks in them? Okay, okay. I think about that. But maybe he maybe he wasn't though. I might have that wrong. Pity Pablo actually did have bars though, so, and, and he could make songs. Pity was so, snapping. Like, I don't know what? Where, Pity where was snapping. Went. That had to be some business shit, or it might just be a. That's who needed. Do- that's who needed a documentary. It's probably just a nigga that just you know some street. He had a street deal. Yeah. But Cuckoo Cow, Cuckoo Cow, Pity Pablo because you brought him up. Yep. And and Rich Boy, oh, man. debut Rich albums, boy. debut albums that are slept on, like criminally slept on. Damn. Rich Boy's mixtape run. I sure didn't think Rich Boy could do that. Bro. Damn. His mix. Rich Boy had the coldest lineup, too. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> but he, but Rich Boy is Boosie before Boosie, though. Yeah. Am I? No. Because no. Boosie was still there. Was that the same time? He, Boosie might have been before. Might have been before? Okay. Am I, yeah, he is. Boosie's significantly before Rich Boy. I'm tripping. I'm loaded. Not significantly, though. It's close. Yeah. Is it? Not that close. With Boosie being ahead of Rich Boy, like coming yeah. like the world, it's not close. A few years? Yeah, I'll say a few years. Damn. Damn. But hmm. Rich, but Rich Boy's mixtape run <sighs> is criminally slept on. But the first, those debut albums. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. I'm glad there's a documentary, but any but. I finally did get to watch it because I saw it and oh, that's what it was too. I saw it and was like, yeah, it's on Amazon. I know and you got mad at me. He was like, oh, why you didn't tell me? Yeah. But I was thinking the same thing. No, nobody fuck a cuckoo cow the way I do like that. So I just didn't say nothing. Nobody. And then Lex called me about watching a documentary. He was like, nigga, why you ain't say nothing? So who should fight who? <laughs> <laughs> that's the question here. But wait, what did you, cause it, cause it, it's, Critically acclaimed by modern standards for like the the how Amazon and how the other platform streaming services show you what's highlighted. Mm-hmm. The fact that the Cuckoo Cow documentary is highlighted on Amazon, it, it should tell you something. Hmm. Um, so that's what got my attention. It wasn't that it, there was a documentary like that makes sense, but the fact that Amazon had it and was on their front page, like yo, things you should probably watch. And I don't watch none of that type shit on Amazon ever. So the fact that it came up on my little shit told me something. Mm. What did you take away from it? The thing that fucked me up was I was in the same boat. Like what the fuck happened to him? Yeah. But then when everybody was talking about like, he had this ongoing drug problem and he would disappear for weeks at a time. And the thing that fucked me up was that everybody just talked about how he fucked the money up. But at no point did none of them ever decide, like, oh, we put him, we try to get him help. We put him in a rehabilitation center. Nope. And then when he got out, he would fuck up. There was none of that. Yeah. Mm. It was just that he would disappear, he'd come back, and then we got back to working. Yeah. So they completely ignored that he had a his life yeah. and his yeah. sickness. They yeah. were just only about the fact that this dude could spit, he could make records, but he has a drug problem. And then they put that all on him. Like, he he fucked everything up. Damn. 
when nobody took accountability, like we could have got him some type of help. Damn. I mean that shit, this should probably be just be a doc on just the amount of niggas I got that story. That's that's the yeah. that, hook hook metro be a shitload of folks. Yeah, hook metro. Some some like exceptional people. Like to come to come to come to find out that Black Rob had a serious drug problem is crazy to me. And Robin. He couldn't help he Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was like yeah. street nigga for real. Yeah, yeah, like he he even said it, like I have I like to rob people. <laughs> When you can just come out and say that, then that means you really like to rob people. Yeah, no, you really straight. <laughs> the D, the I think the one of the one of the harder stories to make peace with is the DMX story. That's what I was just thinking yeah. too. Um, I was like, DMX probably got that same story. Fle- flesh of my flesh. Um, no, no, I'm sorry. Flesh of my flesh is is great. Don't get me wrong, but it's dark and hell is hot. It's dark and hell as is a hot. debut, is is like if we go back and go track for track. The fact that they put that together with what with what they report was going on in his life at that time, Jesus Christ! Did Did you ever read the Double XL where they broke down? It's dark and hell is hot. It was like the ten year anniversary of the album. Probably so. I don't remember it though. Irv Gotti was talking about X's last verse on that niggas done started niggas shit. Niggas done started some. Yeah, he said if the whole time everybody else recorded, X was in the bathroom, did not leave the bathroom. <laughs> Then they finally was banging on the door like, hey, everybody else has laid their verse at your time. They said he spit the verse and then ran out the room and he said, I didn't see him for a month. Jesus. And then he came back and finally did all the rest of the filler Jeez. to the that's verse. What th- that's what I'm saying. When you're telling me that cuckoo cow shit, I was like, I was thinking in my head, I was like, damn, that sounds like some X shit. Because like, I really believe that sometimes, depending on like how strong the personality is, hmm. Niggas don't know how to deal with that. Like, mm. you don't know how to go against somebody that is that strongly willed about something. Like, X, X, the way X talked to people, it made them wilt. You know what I mean? Like, I see. So, you, like, so you're just saying kind of those, you got to, you, we're, we're, we're dumbing down the process of what that would be to help that person, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. That, that and then like the other folks are just like, that's just too much to try to, try to go even though that is the that's the bag you that's know what i mean that's that's the that's, that's, that's the bread that's the breadwinner you know what i mean like oh the, you know back then it's just like oh you know that's x or they, i'm pretty sure people was like oh that's cuckoo cow yeah you know what i mean that's just that's just but she, but that's, that's that's who they are you know what i mean so they're gonna they, they're gonna dip off and the sad we'll, thing, hopefully we see them again the sad thing about that though is even people who aren't the breadwinner are bringing in the bag we do that with Right, people. We oh, we love. do it worse to those. Yeah, yeah, we do. Like, if they we act as if we're gonna help the person that got the bag. Jeez. Oh, All right, never mind. That's it. L. <laughs> you like ten for ten, right? Now. <laughs> just on act every like part of the three point line, you just he's out here. On fire, getting shots up, bro. He's hey, on fire. Um, miss hundred percent of shots you don't take, bro. Jeez. No, nah, but that I thought that was fascinating. And uh, the white dude. The um, um, not that he wasn't a he wasn't a manager, but the was he like the money man basically. Yeah, yeah. When he even he was like, you know, in the music business, when artists disappear, it usually means they have a drug problem. But <laughs> we just hope that the drug problem isn't gonna stop the flow of money. Yeah, mm, yeah. And that's usually how it goes. Yeah, but that usually mean we already got what I need from him. And if they need to do anything on top of that, it's just, you know, it's icing. Jeez, man. Because we got, we got my nigga catalog. 
So we can still play that shit. The catalogs and like reliving shit. The they announced the Hall the NBA Hall of Fame this mm-hmm. weekend, uh, okay. yesterday. Uh, first ballot, first ballot. Um, KG, Paul Pierce. Or I'm sorry, KG. Hell of a class, man. Yeah, hell of a class. Yeah. Uh, KG, uh, Kobe, and um, Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan, first ballot. And you so you just all weekend because ain't nothing on ESPN was just running that the was old hard, highlights man. of them, but running the old Lakers, Laker hi- Lakers Boston. Oh that was, my that was hard, man. gosh, man. The but at the right after they announced the class, the first thing that they showed was the Kobe farewell farewell game, hmm. and I called Deal, and Deal goes, "Yeah, Kayla was like six months, and I was sitting in this chair holding her because everybody was sleeping, didn't want to wake nobody up, but just that." Those days of not of not forgetting where you were when you saw something, and mm-hmm. kind of just stopping to go, damn, this is a moment, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, and for us to collectively share that, like our Twitter, I was still on Twitter at the time. Twitter was going crazy during the farewell game, um, and the amount of celebrities I was in the house, and I don't know, man, it was it's just something so eerie, especially with them being gone now to watch. To rewatch the farewell game, but to remember watching every, I, I want to say the farewell farewell game is one of the last games that I watched the entire game, with the commentary on, mm-hmm. um, without distraction, because it's just it's hard to watch because the commentary feels weird, um, watching the whole Cavs Warrior series, especially with Warrior fans, was hard to do. So a lot of those games I didn't watch the whole games. I just and. People that know me know I lo- like love game. Like I can still watch whole co- college basketball, but whole NBA games are hard to watch. Like mm-hmm. the the lows of them are like really low. Yeah. Um, but that that shit, nigga, being at a NBA game and seeing the, and actually seeing the low in person, but there's, there's nothing like it. it. Depends on where you sit, because huh. that whole court courtside shit, like I hated on that for a long time, and then salute the B. Nigga, we went to go see uh, Kings Rockets courtside. Mm-hmm. Watching watching James Harden and Russell Westbrook like that close, mm-hmm. they're they're different. Oh no! Like Russ, Russ would do this thing, like just to change this change change the speed for point guard. Russ would just kind of lull somebody to sleep with just like two dribbles, like get the ball up the rim, two dribbles like he's gonna slow up, and then out of nowhere just hit a gear. And be at the rim. And then James, like, Scottie Pippen and all them talk that shit on TV about how they would guard James Harden. James Harden would cook them niggas. For oh, real. Completely. Like, I'm I'm convinced of that. And today's rules, yes. Today's today's, today's rules, dim rules, nigga. What he's doing to people with that with that step. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. I don't, I don't know. But the Kobe, back to the Kobe farewell shit and the Hall of Fame week. The Hall of Fame weekend shit. Um... Reliving a young KG's they have to, career. They have to make and, James Harden go left, bro. Make him go left. I know that's his dominant hand, but make him go left, bro. It sounds that nigga drives on the left hand, bro. All y'all stop sound, letting him go to the right and do step backs, my nigga. All do you want a three or do you good. want a two? All y'all sound good. I'm telling you, seeing it that close up, G. It was just like it was jaw dropping. I was just like, oh, this nigga's different. I got a whole new perspective. I would never understand the NBA and allowing niggas to cook you from behind the three point line if that is the most important shot. Fair, but 
when I'm I guess when I'm watching why the why the Cavs series was so hard to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, the year the 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 first the first one when Kate when uh, Kyrie and, and Kevin Love both get hurt, Delavadova almost had a heart attack denying Steph the ball. Like literally had to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, but did that and, and wasn't a threat on offense at all. Like it was like, hey, Delhi, we know you're not going to score, but you're going to take him out of the game. And he did a really good fucking job those two games at Oracle, but that nigga went to the hospital that second game. Yeah. Nobody talks about that. Mm-hmm. But that's a really important piece because then you go, nigga, why Kyrie don't do that? Because uh, he'll die right. <laughs> trying to do both. So the the amount of effort, it's not like college or like high school where you can do a boxing one. You can't do a boxing one in the yeah. league. You'll die. You'll literally die. They start implementing that like when niggas will get hurt. So like if you just had one score on your team, then <laughs> niggas was doing boxing ones. Like the NBA was like, fuck it, bro. We're gonna do this boxing one. So they got they got James Harden, that's the only person on their team. Bet boxing one. They got they only got step when Steph Curry this year before he got injured, niggas was doing boxing one every game. No, but the, but see, the the mind fuck is forget the boxing one, make him guard. That was the brilliance of the year the Cavs came back 3-1. Oh, completely, yeah. Is that they they went, fuck trying to take him out the game. Oh, they found him every time down the floor. Bro, they, they were ISOing Iman Shumpert and, and J.R. Smith if he got switched on him. Like, and Brown would literally go, nope, go to work. Yeah. Don't give a fuck if you miss. Just get it up. Make him work every time. That is who is doing really, really well. He's diving on the press run. My nigga's just talking. J.R.? Is, is, uh, no, is uh, Iman? Iman Shumpert, bro. Oh, don't get me started. Bro. That that nigga's doing so well at break at just giving insight into him being in these locker rooms and on these <laughs> floors with these dudes, bro. Like if you if you have an opportunity, look at one of Iman Shepard's interviews, bro. That shit is hilarious, bro. Like him talking about Carmelo and the difference between having Carmelo as a teammate and LeBron, LeBron. as a teammate, yeah. stuff like that. Um, it's just hella random ass things, but hella shit that's hilarious. Oh uh, yeah, my bad. No, no, you good. I I was just ranting about the farewell game. We got let's get let's wrap let's wrap up, but. Uh, you had a couple shows coming you wanted to highlight. Season three of Rick and Morty. Um, yes, yes, yes. Season three, Rick and Morty, May 3rd. I can't wait for that shit, bro. By far, bro, one of the, definitely the best cartoon I've ever seen. Yeah. But uh, just one of the better shows, too. Yeah. Like, it's just a, One of the better written shows. One sure. of the better written shows, exactly. Exactly. Which, um, the, the writer, one of the writers for Rick and Morty is doing something else. Like, he's a writer on a, movie coming out that i really really like wow. i don't remember what it is so, but uh yeah can something. somebody is there is, is there a show like a sketch comedy show or just a show in general that, that exists in and around uh the writer's rooms of shows or or the not forget i wouldn't want to see a writer's room of a film but a writer's room of a show for sure like the the politics of it was it there um, like in the 90s but i can't think of what it was probably so I'm, I'm probably there's probably a like a like a really popular one that I'm not thinking of, but I don't I personally don't remember it. Hmm. Um, but I would love to see that show. Hmm. That would um, be dope. And it was uh, black. I did find out that what's the name? I did find out that um, that uh, this is us has I think it's uh, three white male writers and then one black woman. That's it. So the black woman is doing Everything. work in there. So that's it. That's, she's, she's the one that gets. It's like just this. not four people in that writers. Huh? There's more. I'm pretty sure there's more. But yeah. I'm talking about the main ones. But yeah. like I'm pretty sure like that. But she like everything probably just has to pass through her through her, her part the, of the table she's the filter. before it gets out. She's a filter. Mean? Yeah. Um what uh black and then black as fuck. What's that? 
Oh, Black as Fuck is the um, is the creator of Blackish. Um, has a show that is coming out on Netflix. If you have a chance to watch the trailer for this shit, it's it crazy. looks hilarious, That's bro. What's up. Um, the wife in the show is gonna be uh, um, uh, Regina. Not, no, not Regina. Yeah, Regina. Is it Regina Hall or Regina King? No, 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 not Regina. My bad. Um, Jones. The, um, let me find it now. Who? Uh, Jones? No, not Jones, man. My bad. Leslie? My bad. I'm, I'm doing. Leslie I'm doing Jones? terrible with all this stuff, man. Le- not Leslie Jones. That's not you talking about, huh? No. And I'm and I might be wrong on that one too. <laughs> but my bad. Y'all can keep going. I, I I wasn't prepared for us to be at that part already, but yeah. Well, no. Get 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 back to us. Let us know. But uh, new albums, uh, new Conway and Alchemist, uh, Lulu is absolutely insane. Yeah, uh, new Thundercat. How about Rashida Jones? I'm Rashida Jones. Yeah, Rashida Jones. Oh. But yeah, I thought that, but because it's called Black as Fuck, but that's not fair because she's mixed. Come on, man. But that's what the story yeah. is. Though. Like the story is going through them two being a couple and having children, and um, and her not being black enough. And um, and them being in a lot of these like you know richer circles, and her trying to like overly push her uh, her black card in a lot of these circles, Jeez. or whatever. It's hella fucking funny, bro. I can't wait to watch that. Then it's I, a, it's, Rashida Jones is underrated too, and it has a hella cameo from different people, bro. The show looks hilarious, so I think that's gonna be something. <laughs> it's April seventeenth, but it look it just looked like it was something that'll be, you know, because I really love the the writing on Blackish. Yeah. So, um, that's the creator of that one, and I'll check, give it a shot. Yeah, check that out. Uh, new Thundercat, New Conway, Alchemist. Uh, Jane Hancock has been dropping a song every night uh, for for all you R and B lovers and just innovative pushers. Jane's amazing. Um, she is. She's an alien, man. I, Jane, we love you. Uh, so proud of you, and I, I I'm on your live every day, and just like like how you're doing the cover art, how she's doing the cover art. Everything which has been brilliant. So Jane, check out Jane Hancock. A lot of that stuff is being released on SoundCloud just as a means to get it out and keep us entertained and keep us inspired. Um, uh, new Rod Wave is out. Um, I'm thoroughly impressed by that kid. Uh, he's the the trap Bobby Brown to me. Hmm. That's my that's 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 my name for him. Okay. Um, we got Toxic Mike, Trap Bobby Brown. Trap Bobby Brown. Hey, we got it, man. <laughs> Y'all should never forget these people. Never forget them. Um, shout out to Shay. She suggested that we do a Meet the Brave playlist. Um, so let's work on that because we're pretty good about, hey, listen to this. That Jesse Reyes, G put it in a group chat last week. <sighs> I'm not just to talk went, about that. I bro. went on a walk and just got lost. Like, I got lost listening to that album. was like, oh, I'm so far from home. Bro, she's so next level, man. Yeah. yeah. I, and the I intro. Always, the, yo, intro. the intro out the gates, bro. But I always like you made me this way, nigga. Yes. <laughs> you brought this on. How yourself. true is that, bro? Like I just love that. Like I just love her being honest about that. You bro. made me this monster. Yeah. Like I always say, bro, be honest with me, man. Yeah. Be honest with me. I got so much respect for that. Like we may not be together or whatever be after that, but be honest with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do um, you got you got anything else? You can get out. We can get out of here on that note, man. Do we miss anything? Uh. Nah, that's it. That's it. Um, no, 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 no. Ain't got no shows. No nothing. Nah. Keep this. Nah, man. This is this is this is it for a little bit. Um, Lex, bro, I, I, I finally I finally gave in. I have a I have a, a stationary bike coming to the house. There you go. I couldn't take it no more. There you go. 
I can only run in my parking lot so many times and run my steps so many times and run the steps of the lake so many times and run the lake so many times. For a nigga that don't want to be outside with folks like that, yeah, bro, let me get this. Let me get the bike. One of those funniest. I mm. thought he was gonna say I gave in and watched the Tiger King. I, th- I thought that's what was coming too. I didn't. I didn't think he was giving into something that's good for you. Like, All right, it'll make make me feel worse about myself. I finally gave in and uh, yeah, I ordered him a stationary bike. Nigga, wait, what? What? <laughs> you did something to improve your life? No. My bad. This My is bad. ridiculous. This this is this is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> My bad. What's up, Lex? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. No. Uh, it's uh, the 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 show. I always look to the show, look look forward to the show. But now, especially the way the world is set up, everything is kind of just like, all right, I get to digest this with the fellas and find out how how sick I am for real. Uh, it was then, it was interesting to see that everybody like take it serious though. Like I feel like it. I feel like there was something that actually triggered everyone to start taking. What it do you th- What do you think? Serious. What do you think it was? Huh? What do you think it was? Uh. I think just because, like I said initially, we we are we're one week behind like Europe, like Italy, so it's just that it much. Like it's just that much time. Behind. I feel huh? like we're a couple weeks behind Italy. No, I mean like as response time, yes, but as far as like the actual uh, virus itself was ah, was one week behind gotcha, them. Gotcha. So everything that was happening out there was the ex- the exact same. We're, U.S. was set up the exact same way for it to hit us hmm. the exact same way. So. It was slow at first. It was, you know, the the amount of people that were infected, the amount of people that were dying, the number was so low that people was like, oh, this is some bullshit. And then, like, it started to, like, creep in, and folks was like, hold on, this shit is real. Wait a minute. So what's the name got it, or what's the name is? Or, you know, somebody gave that to their parent, you yeah. know, stuff like that. So, like, that was just something that was interesting because you just started seeing, like, these outlets, like media outlets and, yeah. you know, content creator people and all that stuff that's just random stuff and like you know people are now doing it re- doing things remotely and yeah. it was just like damn that was an interesting transition because it's on tv that way and all kind of shit quick so. pivot yeah, everybody the the way they do first take the way they do uh the skip and shannon shit um all the shows are are have adopted the, the face either the facetime uh party party chat or the zoom calls um people are having parties with zoom Zoom stock is through the roof, so so salute salute to you niggas who have who had stock in Zoom. You're gonna do well. Um, the, everybody going live, T Pain and them like, uh, that was that that. So, Scott Storch and and Manny went this week, and I was looking forward to that, but that one was hard to watch because of you start to see the tears. Manny, Manny, Manny versus Scott Storch wasn't a good matchup uh, because of how many, how many records Scott has sold uh, in terms of him having any placement on the beat. But the the nuance of those beats is like Scott wasn't making them shits. He was mm. playing on some of them, but he wasn't making Make them for real. Manny was making all them, making all his beats from scratch, from scratch mm. and and was playing like like. Do you know that um, he played um. And like the second to like the third to last round, Manny played uh, played fi- uh, four hundred degrees, and people were in the chat going, "What is this shit?" And I was like, "Oh yeah. fuck!" Yeah. There's a whole like, it, but it, it also made me really happy about the specific the specifics of 
of black music that touches Should the street like that. Like that. That's what I'm saying. Like, like Manny Manny's battle for me was over when he he played something off of um he played something off of Chopper City in a ghetto and I was like, Oh, this is over. This yeah. is this is and but I was looking at the chat and I was in the minority of like Manny's killing Scott because Scott he played uh and he played Candy Shop and everybody lost their mind. And the see, my thing and I was like, was, wait, what? <laughs> I felt Manny when he was like this is supposed to be a beat battle. Why are you playing this soft ass shit? Yeah, exactly. Because Manny's whole mind frame was, was going I'm hard. playing black. Yeah. 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 And the battles didn't seem like they had like there as much structure, but that's that's cool though, because that's kind of where the uh where the internet the world is. Where the, no yeah, the internet doesn't have any structure. <laughs> so that that was a cool part about it. What I liked from it, I wasn't so tuned into any of these like battles unfortunately like i didn't see them when they actually happened or went back to many of them actually but i did like that uh at least like i went title so like the uh like they were they were coming up as playlists on there that yeah. i could just grab some of those grab the song off of that yeah. so that was good yeah um which also goes back to drake being ahead of the damn curve on the damn playlist, playlist shit. shit but like um but i thought that that was cool because a lot of stuff like what you was about to say with the um with uh uh little john and uh t-pain, T-Pain. It was just crazy. Like, I know that was very important for T-Pain to me because T-Pain is somebody that has been so, like, so disrespected Man. on the catalog that he has. It's all the same fact that Jay-Z put out that song about autotune. He just didn't recover well from that. And also with the whole alcohol thing, there was a lot I of things he, that I thought was, he, I thought, I, I, you're right. But I think that's more self-inflicted than it completely, is. Completely, completely. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, and also with the whole alcohol thing, like he just the, the focus just wasn't there. So something that was gonna set, like something that was gonna deter that um, that ascension in that way, he just wasn't prepared, and yeah. he wasn't stable enough. Uh, with the alcoholism that he was dealing with to even combat, you know, that type of stuff. Because that, that should have been easy uh, to combat um, the Jay-Z thing because it wasn't specific to him. It was specific to other people. Everybody that bit the way. Yeah, so, yeah. It was, you know what I mean? So he should have been just fine in that space, yeah. but he wasn't, you know what I mean? But you do forget that, you don't forget, we don't forget, but, like, people can't forget that T-Pain is that, and when it comes to, some it's of easy, songs, bro. Uh, like, but how easy, how easily niggas forget who who paved the way and who opened the door for it. Like, and it don't matter, it don't matter how you feel about it. It's it's not. There's not a debate. There's not a debate for what. There's not a debate for what T Pain did. There's not a debate for what Ye did. The the sound completely, completely shifted, shifted and is dependent upon two two people significantly of what is allowed today. Mm. Travis is born because like Travis is if Payne and Ye were one person um, that just happened to be from a real specific place, it's Travis Scott. Mm-hmm. And Travis Scott's just like, oh, and then I'm then he's a, a internet baby who don't whose creativity and what you can be a fan of doesn't have any limits at all. Mm-hmm. All right, bet. I'm a machine now. You know what I'm saying? We talked about Drake feeling manufactured and having that Canadian sort of uh partition. Uh, Travis, Travis don't have that shit, mm-hmm. and that's why it works. And it's 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 crazy. It's crazy to me. So I, it, all of these have been great reminders. Um, but it also, it also is a a, a a a window into the living rooms and the homes and the thinking and and how certain decisions get made and what people are into. Like 
I got got some closure from yeah. from 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 some of those live chats and going, oh, oh, y'all just wasn't outside for real. Yeah. I got it. All right, cool. Then I can't really. I'm not about to argue back and forth with you, internet trolls. If if y'all can Truth. literally, if y'all can literally sit here and argue, Scott Storch versus Manny Fresh, there's no argument. Manny washes that name. True. It's not even close. close. But there was a debate, and then there was there's a world that exists where Scott Storch is significantly better because of how many number ones he had. And I was watching that shit in the chat, and I was like, oh, I'm done with this. Like I left. I didn't even watch the end of it because I was like, oh, this is crazy. And then. The same thing with watching these old New York niggas get in their phone and and essentially dry snitch <laughs> on the world based on some kid like the whole Young Chop and Trav and all that shit that's going on right now. Brett it's giving me so much closer about people that I've dealt with based on their principles and their morals and shit. I went, oh, this ain't about like because some shit happened this week that I took so personal, bro. And I was like, oh, this don't have nothing to do with me. But I got closure based on watching them niggas on the Internet arguing to their phone. It's weird. It, I know. I, I know. It's strange, but it, it helped. No, that's what that makes sense. That's real. Like this is the time. That's what I was saying when it came to the whole Corona thing. Is that this is really going to out? This is going to enhance whatever you have on the inside. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can't hide. You know what I mean? Even though you can't go outside, you cannot hide. Like yeah. this is a different time. Folks want to be. Folks want to be. It's outlining how much people have have caught the attention bug and can't take the time for themselves or can't like can't stop being in other people's lives. You know what I mean? Like it, you, you get a sense of that. You get that people just like they're not doing it from a genuine place. They're doing it from like like an itch place. Like it's like a scratch, bro. Like I, I got to get I got to get this stuff out there. Or else they're gonna forget about me or they're not gonna know me no more. And like, you know, a lot of a lot of people's businesses are built off of this. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they're built off of people constantly tuning into them. Yeah. So it's it's interesting because you start seeing you start seeing it like I go back to the folks that got all the street background. Yeah. You start seeing that, you know, they got the bug too. And this entire time they you you might have gotten lucky yeah. that you didn't have this sooner. Like there wasn't an outlet like this sooner because you probably wouldn't have damn near any of of the respect that you started off with. It's it's highly possible. But, you know, that's not to anybody specifically. That's just whoever felt that that was to them. To them. (laughs) My niggas, I appreciate y'all, man. Can I say one quick thing? Go for it, man. To everybody out there throwing dirt Mm. On Manny's name, mm. there's real problems here. Because mm. I'm going to say this now. Mm. How yes. many Scott's songs mm. do you still hear just playing in the club? No. No. Nobody wants to hear that shit. Manny's songs, <laughs> still play, no matter what. No matter what. No matter how I hear, old. I don't want to hear shit Scott Storch played on. Like he was, he was playing those songs back right now. I was like, I don't want, I don't want to hear none of this shit. <laughs> no, you don't want to hear that shit. Now. And Manny, if if four hundred degrees came on, nigga, if Project Bitch come on, man. But that's I'm telling you, anything from the Big Timers album, anything Bruh, from anything from everybody anybody in that group's Manny, catalog. Manny, Manny made Manny made it to where Birdman was palatable. That's all yes. I need to know in yes. somebody's discography. Like yes. I said, that's why I was like, man. When I seen all the disrespect, I was like, you guys are not getting what this man did. Yeah. 
he was by himself on a whole label. Machine. Machine. That's it. He was the machine behind the machine. Protect Manny Fresh, man. Protect, protect Manny him. Fresh. Protect Jason Bateman um, and Ali Wong. That's a random ass You don't want to protect Drake? And T-Pain and Little John. Or you uh, think Drake already protected? Give or take. Drake <laughs> is protected, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but particularly Jason Bateman, Ali Wong, and Manny Fresh. They're just different. Yeah. Man, uh, appreciate y'all. It's been another episode of Meet the Brave. We'll see y'all next week. Love, love. Huh?